The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Turn, give it to him, off the right side, fold his way inside the two, down close to the goal line, touchdown Sealands Grove Seals! This is Seals Game Day, presented by Sunbury Motor Company, with Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Kia on routes 11 and 15 on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game. The Heartland Conference and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. And we'll have previews of other games airing from Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Now, from the stadium, here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Good evening and welcome to the next broadcast of the Seals Grove football game between the Shiklimi Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove Seals commit to tonight's great game with a record of 3-0-1. Shiklimi comes into the record game with a record of one and three this is greg wetzel along with zach showers tonight bringing you the game so you won't be listening to pat o'brien tonight zach. uh they're gonna have to put up with us tonight uh zach what do you see happening in tonight's uh game well uh seals grows coming in after a pretty dominant 42 7 win over Shemokin last week um kind of refer to it as a very business-like effort they yep. came out forced uh, four first half turnovers they were able to run the ball effectively. Uh, Mark Pastore was able to get in a rhythm, score on six of their first seven drives, and really just took care of business against a Schmoken team that put up some points in other games. Uh, so tonight, um, Seals Grove is definitely rolling right now, has a lot of momentum, and uh, Shukalimi is struggling a little bit. Uh, they are. And, and, and the weather tonight's not ideal, but uh, with the turf field tonight, that shouldn't cause too much issues with footing, Zach, but... Uh, I think we'll see a lot of Tucker Teats tonight. I agree. Um, any <laughs> any time you have weather like this, you want to be able to rely on your running game. And yeah. uh, Seals Grove has definitely been able to do that this year. Very mm -hmm. strong offensive line, and uh, Tucker Teats has just been been rolling with that rushing attack. So I don't I don't think you're going to see see the need for Seals Grove to put the ball in the air right. a lot. But uh, Shikalimi, on the other hand, is a team that likes to spread it out and throw the ball. So That's it'll be right. interesting to see how they maybe change things or if they just stick with their same same game plan. And, and we know this is a rivalry game, Zach, uh, and Shiklimi really has nothing to lose. So we don't know what we might see from Shiklimi tonight. They could pull out all the stops and throw some things that we haven't seen all year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is the this is the 10th year that right, this has right. been deemed the rally in the valley. Um, the Seals are 7-2 and two in those games, and they've won uh, the last six overall including playoffs in the last five seasons uh the trophy's been in Seals Grove so uh seeing some pretty crazy games through the years even sure. when on paper it looked like one team was going to be a significant favorite exactly you're listening to Seals Grove football on 94kx Hi, it's Troy from Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. And during the Jeep Adventure and Ram Power Days, we have 15% off new Jeep Cherokees. In addition to that, we have 10% off MSRP on 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4xe's, 2023 Jeep Gladiators, and select 2023 Jeep Compass and Ram 1500s. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP, visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com, or better yet, stop in today. 
before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag service humbles work your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line and without an appointment. Tri-County Tag service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road in Pennsylvania Avenue, Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Would people describe you as trustworthy, committed, and organized? If so, you may be perfect for a career in accounting. And the perfect place to start your career is Lackawanna College in Sunbury. With associate and bachelor's degree programs, Lackawanna College can prepare you for a lifetime of success in a field where your skills are always in demand. Learn more about your future in accounting. Visit Lackawanna.edu. This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. It's to your advantage to shop for your next vehicle at Regester's in Thompson Town. The advantage is not just about selection, even though they typically have nearly 300 new and pre-owned vehicles all the time. And it's not just about price, even though Regester typically has the lowest bottom line you'll find. No, the big advantage for you is their service. Regester takes the most pride in the service they provide their customers. Free loaner cars, a pickup and delivery service when your car needs work, a free car wash when your vehicle is being serviced. Sure, it's nice they're open 24-7 online at RegesterChevrolet.com, but why just look at pictures? Come to Regester Chevrolet on Main Street in Thompson Town. VW Contracting in Winfield has been beautifying the Susquehanna Valley for years. You need a kitchen or a bathroom remodeled? Maybe you have some plumbing issues. Electrical work? Even siding and roofing? Well, VW Contracting in Winfield is ready to help you with your home improvement. They always aim to please because word of mouth is powerful. VW Contracting is only happy when you're happy. That's BW Contracting in Winfield. Be sure to visit them on Facebook. Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union and enjoy annual percentage rates as low as 4.99%. And ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit serviceone.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Rates and terms subject to change without notice. Valid through September 30th, 2023. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. 94KX. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Welcome to the Derek Hicks pregame show here on 94KX. I'm Zach Showers and I'm here with Coach Hicks. Coach, give me your thoughts about last week's 42-7 win over Schmokin. Oh, uh, you know, very, very happy. Obviously, not much to complain about. Uh, with with 42 first half points, defense had a shutout. Uh, even the young guys in the second half, I thought they came in against Schmokin's varsity offense. Uh, defense made them work. You know, they drove the field and got a score, uh, but it wasn't an easy score. So top to bottom, I was pleased. Uh, you know, one thing that jumped out, they started the game with the onside kick. And, uh, you know, for us, that, that's actually a good thing uh, because, you know, you got away with the win and they found something, a weakness that, that we were missing. Uh, so now we have the film of that. We were able to talk to the guys, change alignments a little bit, get that corrected so that, uh, you know, hopefully we don't have that issue down the stretch. How important was it to get Mark Pastore in the passing game on track a little bit? Um, you know, anytime you can get your quarterback in the rhythm and start to get comfortable, it's good. So, um, you know, it's uh, you know, with Tucker Teets, it's obviously hand the ball to him and see what happens. Uh, 
But again, that, down the stretch when you hit playoffs um, and, and some of our tougher second half games, uh, you know, teams are going to stack the box and you're going to need that passing game. So we've got to got to continue to let Mark develop and, and get comfortable. After a challenging opening stretch to start the season, um, why was it such a big deal to be able to rest your starters for that entire second half? Uh, yeah, again, it's one of those things of you look at Delaware Valley, Juniata, Jersey Shore. You know, th- those were three tough physical games, um, you know, from start to finish. And uh, anytime you can give those guys a breather, you know, A, you're, you're allowing them to heal and get healthy, not taking as much of a beating on, on a Friday as they might normally. Uh, and you're helping, you know, reducing their chance of injury. So uh, the fact that they came out, took care of business, uh, you know, was good for us, but it's also good for them because it does give them that chance to just reduce re- reduce impact and uh, stay healthy. We're talking to Coach Hicks as part of the Derek Hicks pregame show here on 94KX. Uh, the Seals Grove offense last week came out with some new packages, uh, splitting out Tucker Teeth wide, bringing in Ethan Miller. You're obviously the defensive coordinator of this team, but how would you? How hard would it be to defend this Seals offense when you don't know is Tucker lining up in the slot or is he coming in at running back? Uh, just how big a deal is that to? And how hard is it to defend an offense like that? Uh, it's huge. I mean, as a coordinator for many years, um, you know, you hate it when you don't know where their athlete's going to be. Um, you know, for years, many, many years ago, when Dave Hess was coordinator, we always ran into Thomas Jefferson, and you know they seem to have have a phenomenal athlete at quarterback, and you know that's a good thing. But then they they start running, and suddenly they're not where you want them to be, and that's kind of what splitting out Tucker does. You know, when when he's in the backfield, um, as a defense, you know where he's at, you know what you need to do to try and keep him contained and in that pocket. Um, you know, you split them out to receiver, and, and it just changes the whole dynamic of our offense and what the defense has to try and do to defend us. We talk a lot about the stars on this team, guys like Tucker Teets. Can you talk about two guys that have been really consistent this year, um, kind of but a bit under the radar? Uh, one of them, safety Ryan Gavison, and the other one being lineman TJ Deal. Um, you know, both of them, uh, you know, Ryan started strong, had a great game against Del Val. I forget offhand how many tackles, but it, it, it was a boatload. Um, you know, he's one of our top guys in tackles, which with the new 3-4 look, uh, the way Coach Kaiser's coaching those guys up, they the, the safety should be downhill guys quite a bit um, and be right there with the linebackers, uh, you know, leading the team in tackles. So, uh, you know, he's done a fantastic job and, uh, you know, even on the offensive side, he's worked slot receiver. He's ready to go if we need him. Um, but, again, it's just been a pleasant – no, I shouldn't say pleasant surprise because he was good last year. And uh, when you watch the work he put in, he, he's kind of getting what he's earned. And uh, he's a heck of a football player. He's quiet, just does his job, and makes things happen on the defensive side. Um, you know, TJ's a kid that last year saw a little bit of time, started to develop a little bit. Uh, did a great job in the weight room in the offseason. He's a super strong kid. You know, another kid like Ryan, he doesn't say boo. Um, you know, he's very quiet, very businesslike. Um, you know, and I, I kind of thought coming in we'd get something on the offensive line. We were going to see him contribute. Uh, defensively, wasn't sure. And, you know, he, he stepped up, and he's done a great job at that defensive end spot for us. Uh, we, we got a nice rotation going there, and then, you know, stepped in at right tackle on offense the, uh, the last couple weeks. And, again, 
um, just goes about his business, does his job, and uh, he, he's a fantastic two-way lineman for us. We're talking to Coach Hicks as part of the Derek Hicks pregame show here on 94KX. Moving on to Shikolimi this week, does playing this game on a Saturday really change anything you do from a preparation standpoint? Um, yeah, it change, um, you know, just puts us a day behind. Um, you know, you're, you're used to Tuesdays, your real big practice. Wednesday's another tough one. Thursday's a walkthrough. And, you know, Friday you go play football. So uh, it, it was nice in the fact that it, it kind of gave us an extra day on, on Tuesday to, to heal up a little bit, let the kids kind of have a somewhat of a break from football. Um, you know, and then Wednesday, you're back to the normal normal practice, Thursday normal practice. And, you know, it, it's bizarre, but the Friday pregame, you know, not, not used to that. Um, you know, the big concern with Saturday games is just keeping the kids mentally focused because they're out of that routine of, you know, up in the morning, in school all day. And, uh, you know, and then the game at night. So you're breaking that routine, that rhythm they're used to. Uh, so really, that, that's the biggest concern for me is just getting them, you know, you're just messing things up a little bit. But, again, it's one of those things. You, you play Saturday games, you get into the playoffs, you're probably going to play some Saturday games. So it, it's a good experience. After playing a lot more run first teams through the first four weeks, how do things change defensively? going up against Schick's spread offense? Uh, it's just a little different for the, the secondary. You know, up front, those guys, um, you know, they're, they're, they're attacking the line of scrimmage, whether it's a run or pass. You know, they're, they're attacking and uh, in a pass trying to get pressure. Um, you know, secondary's got to be a little bit smarter, maybe not quite as aggressive against the run just to make sure they're, they're pass first. But... You know, ultimately, with the 3-4, it really doesn't change alignments or responsibilities for anybody. So, you know, if we were in last year's 3-5, it's a bigger adjustment to go against the spread team. Uh, With the 3-4, it's just your natural base alignment, the thing we've been doing all year. Is this another defense you feel like you can be pretty balanced offensively against? Um, yeah, I mean, you, know, you look at things, they're young at corner, um, young at outside linebacker. So, uh, again, if we have the opportunity, yeah, we'll certainly try and get Mark going. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think I can safely say it. I don't think it's a secret that, you know, we're going to start with Tucker, try and run the football. Um, you know, weather, weather could be a factor, you never know. So... Uh, you know, but ultimately, I, I think if we can be balanced, you know, that's that's the game plan. Just because, like I said, even if it's not necessary tonight, you want to get Mark, get Mark comfortable, get that rhythm going for down the stretch. Derek, thank you for your time and good luck this week against the Braves. Just shake it, let me. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. This has been the Derek Hicks pregame show. We'll go back to the booth for more of Seals pregame on ninety four KX, brought to you by Sunbury Motor Company. Aubrey Alexander Toyota, home of the lowest price guaranteed or we'll pay you $1,000. We have over 150 new Toyotas on the lot or in the pipeline with rates as low as 3.99%. When you buy any new Toyota from us, you get free lifetime state inspection. We offer free pickup and delivery up to 60 miles with every service appointment and we'll even wash your vehicle for free. We also offer free shuttle service and same-day appointments for service customers. Save time and save money at Aubrey Alexander Toyota in Sealands Grove. The next time you're looking for a great place for a great meal with family and friends, stop in the place with roots that go back over 100 years, the America's Hose Company in Sunbury. Their social club serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you'll be supporting this volunteer fire department who's always on call no matter what the emergency may be. They also provide ambulance service, too. 
Before you go, check their Facebook page for daily and weekly specials. The America's Hose Company, 100 Linden Street in Sunbury. Visit them for food and fun so they can be there for you in times of need. Why is Bowen Agency Realtors at the top of their game? We have an in-house training coordinator, broker support, and fully staffed offices where our award-winning team gets the best training and access to education that provides the highest level of service. Christine Horton and Heidi Dunnigan bring their all-hustle, no-hassle service to the Susquehanna Valley along with the rest of the Bowen team. Huddle up with them and get ready to score your next real estate victory. Bowen Agency Realtors in Lewisburg, Sunbury, and Sealands Grove. Coming or going, trust the talent at Bowen. It's game time, and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need. Take out food for a watch party at home, or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-Dubs, and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings in Sealands Grove, your go-to place for sports, fun, and great food. High school football season is here. Cheer for the Seals with us at the Seals Grove Dairy Queen. There's no better place to celebrate. We have your favorite eats and treats from burgers to blizzards. And don't forget our ice cream cakes. Seals Grove DQ Grill and Show for the win. Go Seals. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any newer used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. 4KX. Back here at Shikalimi High School Stadium, we're getting ready for the national anthem. Turn it to the field mic for that. Okay, this is the national anthem being sung at this Seals Grove Shik football game. National Anthem, sung by a Shiklimi student before the start of tonight's game. And this is a, a, a series, Zach, that's been going on for quite a while. 
between Shiklimi and Seals Grove. You know, they're, what, about four and a half, five miles apart, uh, the schools. This is a series that, when the, this series originally started when it became the Northumberland Sunbury merger into Shiklimi. Shiklimi dominated this series. But realistically, for about the last 25, 30 years, it's pretty much been all Seals Grove. Yeah, since uh, 2000, the Seals are 28-5 and five against Shiklimi including a current six-game winning streak dating back to 2017. And lately, um, it's really been dominant defensively. Uh, Schick has just scored 13 points. They've been shut out four times over the current winning streak. So it's definitely been uh, dominance by Steelers Grove. But um, I've been at a lot of those games through the years, and I can tell you even... Some of the wins, uh, they they weren't necessarily easy wins, or they're right. they're crazy things. I remember, and I believe it was 2010, uh, down here, uh, Spencer Hotelling had to kick a field goal to win that game in the regular season, and uh, shit came back that year and ended up winning the district championship later. So, That's right. uh, to a certain extent, you can kind of throw the records out in this series as far as uh, teams showing up and being ready to play. And, and realistically with the assistant coaching staff of Schick Limier right now with Logan Libby on it and uh, Spencer Myers. Yeah. There's a little extra incentive there for those two guys, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's always uh, fun. Doesn't seem, well, it wasn't all that long ago. Uh, I think it was 2017 watching Logan, Lo- Logan exactly. at this stadium yeah. on actually a pretty similar night. He, he was setting the world on fire with throwing and yeah. um, actually uh, would have been Joe Kahn, whose dad is on Schick Limier's head staff right, right now he ended up carrying the ball for i think 40 times that night yeah. so um yeah it, it's interesting yeah. seeing all those connections between both, really both sides of the river okay we're going to go over the starting lineups for the seals grove seals tonight for the start of tonight's game uh we'll start with the offensive side of the ball we have jack peters the left tackle he's a sophomore six foot 235 pounder the left guard is a senior colin melhorn he's 63 307 the center is Camden Smith. He's a senior. Uh, he's 6'2", 250 pounds. Tegan Minier is the right guard. He's 5'7", 210-pound junior. T.J. Deal is the right tackle. He's 5'10", 230-pound senior. And the starting tight end is Andrew Sassman. He's 180-pound, 5'9", senior. The wide receivers, Caleb Hicks. He's a senior. He's 6'1", 185 pounds. Ryan Gavison. He's a senior, 5'9", 167 pounds. And the other wide receiver is Gavin Bastian. He's a junior, 6'1", 200 pounds. The fullback is Jared Bullington. He's a junior, 5'10", 187 pounds. Mark Pastore is the quarterback. He's a senior, 6'175 pounds. And the workhorse running back, Tucker Teets. He's a senior, 5'10", 195 pounds. Kicking off will be, and doing the punting and field goal kicking, will be Carter Young. He's a senior, 5'9", 178 pounds. On defense, we have cornerback Caleb Hicks. He's 6'1", 185 pounds senior. Wyatt Teets, he's a 10th grader, 5'10", 150 pound cornerback. The free safety is Ryan Gavison. He's 5'9", 167 pounds senior. Gavin Bastion is the strong safety. He's a junior, 6'1", 200 pounds. The nose guard, Colin Melhorn. He's a 12th grader, 6'3", 307 pounds. Defense, one of the defensive tackles is Camden Smith. He's a senior. He's 6'2", 250 pounds. And the other starting defensive tackle is Aiden Lewis. He's a senior, 215 pounds. He's 6'1". 
Ethan Miller is the right inside linebacker. He's an 11th grader. He's 5'10", 189 pounds. Left inside linebacker is Luke Smith. He's a senior, 5'9", 182 pounds. Tucker Teets is the starting outside linebacker. He's 5'10", 195 pounds senior. And Andrew Sassaman is the other outside linebacker. He's a senior, 5'9", 180 pounds. Both teams are on the field. We're getting ready for the start of tonight's game. This is Seals pregame presented by Sunbury Motors Company on 94KX. Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove. I'm in a quick lane right now with Logan Benner. And Logan, we know the word here, quick, does mean quick. Yes, yeah, Scott, here at the quick lane at Seals Grove Ford, we can either get you in today or even the next day. You're not going to be waiting two, three weeks to get that same day appointment in. One place, Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove. It's the quick lane. Go, go, go to Seals Grove Ford. Nobody ever says, I really like my house hot and stuffy in the summer and cold and clammy in the winter. So if you're having these same problems, you can do something about it. Call Jet Residential Services, LLC, in Seals Grove at 570-898-4556, and you'll be climate happy in no time. They take your needs seriously with all your heating and cooling needs. Their pros are top-notch installing your new system efficiently. If your current heating or cooling systems are on the fritz, Jet Residential Services can help there, too, with their expert repairs. So be comfy with Jet Residential Services, LLC, Seals Grove. Call 570-898-4556. 556 or find them on Facebook. The Northumberland National Bank is celebrating 120 years as Central Pennsylvania's Community Bank. We're honored to call the Susquehanna Valley home. Nori Bank proudly invests in a variety of organizations, contributes to local nonprofits, sponsors local events, and helps the community as a whole to thrive. To learn more, visit us online at noribank.com or call us at 888-877-6623. Trusted since 1903, the Northumberland National bank. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. Member FDIC. There's nothing so frustrating as when you're all set to go out and then this happens. Not to worry. Spigs Battery and Repair on Route 522 Sealands Grove has you covered. Spigs Battery and Repair, formerly Willard's Battery Outlet, will test your current battery to make sure it's running at peak performance before that happens. And they'll be happy to install your new battery too. So don't get stuck with this. See Spigs Battery and Repair on Route 522 Sealands Grove. They're family owned and can't wait to meet you. Call 5707 543-5383. Email them at spigsbattery at gmail.com and like them on Facebook. 94KX, the best songs on the radio for all of Central PA. From the Mifflinburg Bank and Trust Studio, this is WQKX Sunbury and WQKX HD1 sounding crystal clear everywhere. We are 94KX. It's almost time for the kickoff of tonight's Seals game. Seals Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107 is sponsored by Seals Grove Ford, Shemokin Dam Health Center, Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm, Sunbury Motor Company, Tri-County Tag, Lackawanna College, Weichel Bussing, Northumberland National Bank, Spigs Battery and Repair, Wise Markets, Jet Residential, Sunbury Motor Company, Regester Chevrolet, Dairy Queen, America's Hose Company, Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck. Christine Horton and Melissa Lanuski, Bone Agency Realtors, Buffalo Wild Wings, and BW Contracting. Now, from the stadium, here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Greg Wetzel, along with Zach Showers, bringing you tonight's game between the Shiklami Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. We're getting ready for kickoff. The Seals will get the opening kickoff. Going deep for the Seals. Actually, the Seals will be kicking kicking off. off. I'm sorry. Yep, they will be kicking off. So going deep for the Braves. 
Looks like it's going to be Thomas Pollock back there along with Luke Snyder. One thing that'll be interesting tonight, um, looking at the flags right now, it yeah. looks like the wind's kind of blowing from right to left, so Seals Grove will have the wind for the first quarter here. Yep. Uh, but looks like Shikalini wanted to get the ball and try to get off to a yep. fast start against the Seals defense. Carter Young will be doing the kicking for the Seals. He's a right-footed soccer kicker. Ball's just off the left hash mark. Seals are going right to left as we watch the game here tonight from the stadium. Pro Carter approaches the ball. High kick. Carter about the five-yard line. He's out to the 10, the 15, the 20, and brought down there about the 21-yard line on the left side of the field. So Schickling will take over their own 21 first and 10 as the ball game just is underway. Ethan Miller made it down there pretty much untouched and was able to make the tackle about the 22, 23-yard line there. First and 10, Shikalimi. Seals get into their 3-4 defensive set. Brody Raybach in at quarterback for the Seals. Luke Snyder is one of the running backs. Looks like they're going to be in an eye formation to start. Wide receiver right, wide receiver left. For this tight end is on the right side for Shiklimi. Give it to Snyder up the middle. He's across the 26. Brought down there, I think that was uh, Ryan Gavison, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Ryan Gavison, initial hit there, and uh, Andrew Sassman kind of cleaned things up. So yep. second and uh, medium for the Braves here. Second down and six. 11.34 to go in the opening quarter of the scoreless ball game. Wide side of the field is to the right. Coming out here, split out wide right is Andrew Martinez. Slot receiver to the right. This time it's shotgun formation for Raybach. Gives the ball again up the middle, but this time he's hit by Hosteel Bay. Breaks a tackle. He's across the 30. Fights his way forward to about the 35-yard line. Luke Snyder, as he was hitting the backfield, and Zach and broke some uh, tackles. Yeah, I mean, initially it looked like Seals Grove was there. It was going to be a no gain or uh, a yep. loss, but uh, this kid runs pretty tough, so Seals yeah. Grove is going to need to wrap up. This is not a guy that you can just take down by the legs. No, Luke's a big kid, 5'10", 211 pounds. Ray Buck gets the Seals. Uh, I'm sorry, the Braves to the line of scrimmage. This time we have three receivers to the left side of the formation. Shotgun formation for Ray Buck. Motion across the formation. Raybach, there's mo there's a flag on the play. Raybach keeps the ball on a little busted play there. Tackle for a loss of about a yard on the play. See what the penalty is. I think that might be an illegal shift. I'd be curious to see what Seals Grove does here. It would be yeah. about a two-yard two yard loss and set up a second and long. Yeah, is it an illegal shift? And looks like they're going to decline the penalty, Zach. Yeah, Tucker, both uh, Tucker Teets and Ethan Miller, again, pretty much untouched on that play. Yeah. We're able to uh, just get the ball in the backfield and uh, shit kind of trying something a little bit different, motioning yeah. their wide receiver in the backfield to uh, try to get a big play with him. Yeah, try to, try to create some confusion in the uh, Seals Grove defense. Okay, split out wide to the right is Connor Fastbinder. There's also a slot right, wing right. Luke Snyder is the running back. Gives the ball to Luke Snyder up the middle. He's hit and dropped about the 34-yard line by a bunch of seals there. 
Looks like Luke Smith was the initial tackler there for Salem's Grove. About a gain of two and setting up a third and long here. Yep, third and ten, it looks like, for, for Schick Lemmy. It would be interesting, to, like we talked about with the wind here. Uh, Schick has gone against the wind here. Yes. They have not attempted a pass yet. I know it's still early in the game, but... Uh, Wonder if this is a matter of trying to sit on sit on the clock a little it bit and be, see if yeah. you can keep the Seals Grove offense off the field. Looks like too the rain. The rain is not an issue right now. Right, Zach. It's uh, not raining right now here at, at Shiklemi Stadium. Okay, this time Fastbinder goes wide to the left. They have four receivers: two left, two right, and Luke Snyder is the sidecar in the backfield. Back, they throws out here in the slot to Thomas Pollock and it's dropped out there and it's incomplete and brings up fourth down and the Seals should get excellent field position from this punt. Just a real short pass there. Honestly, it was, that was one of those plays that even if it would have been completed, I yeah. think Caleb Hicks and Andrew Sassman would have wrapped that up for a couple yard loss. So probably one of those situations where it was best that the wide receiver dropped the ball. Exactly. Okay, Teeks is standing about his own 27 yard line waiting for this punt. He's Wait. not returned one for a touchdown, but I wouldn't be shocked to see him take one back at some point tonight. Yep. Wobbly kick. Teach has to come up for it. Catches at his 35. He goes to his right. He's at the 40, 45, 50. He's down the right sideline, and he could go all the way, and it is a touchdown. Zach, a little foreshadowing there. Touchdown, Tucker Teets, on a 65-yard punt return. Yeah, and uh, honestly, the play to watch that, Ethan Miller came back and just delivered a devastating hit on that. The first guy coming down and sprung it in 65 yards later. Um, there's not too many guys in this area that are, that are going to be able to catch Tucker nope. in the open field like that. So the Seals take a 6-0 lead, 9-11 left in the first quarter. In the try of the extra point is Carter Young. Holding is Ryan Gavison. Waiting for the right football to get in there for the extra point. <laughs> Jake Battle, the holder. Or, sorry, the, the snapper. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Gavison's the holder. Carter Young, it's high snap, but he gets it down, it kicks up, and it's good, and it's a 7-0 lead early in the first quarter for the Seals. We're seeing special teams make an impact already tonight. Yeah. And, um, this is Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on SBC Sports Live on 94KX, WQKX, WQKX HD1 Sunbury. Yeah, back to that special teams. Um, I think yeah. this is a big advantage where Salem's Grove has. Um, just might have a little more experienced athletes in the the kick return game, and then yep. as we've talked throughout the throughout this whole year on our broadcast, um, Carter Young is consistent. But really, that was a heck of a job by Ryan Gavison to get that yeah. snap. I think it was it was a high at snap. his head, and yeah. he was able to put it down. Yep, he did a wonderful job there. Okay, Carter Young coming in to kick off again for the Seals. Be curious to see if he can put one in the end zone here. Um, he has nine touchbacks on 23 kicks this season, so he's definitely been had a great leg and has yep. been relatively consistent. And he's got the wind at his back too. Yes, he does. It's not a strong wind, but it is a definite wind advantage for the Seals in this first quarter. 
Carter's getting ready to approach the ball. Approaches the ball. Another high kick. And this one goes into the end zone for touchback, and Shicklin will take over first and 10 on their own 20-yard line, trailing 7 to nothing here early in the first quarter. And, and now um, Schick can't afford to fall behind by much here. So, that you know, they're going to have to put a drive together if they want to stay in this game. Going wide, wide to left is Connor Fastbinder. Luke Snyder will be the running back, uh, fullback. It's an eye formation. Wide receiver to the right is the Owen Elliott, it looks like. Back to passes Raybach looking out here in the flat to Snyder, and it's off his fingertips, breaks up second and ten. Pretty good coverage by Andrew Sassman there. Probably would have only been about a four or five-yard gain had yep. he called it, but good zip by uh, Raybach yep. on that throw. Yeah, it was right in his hands. Could have been caught. Makes it second down and 10 for the Braves. Braves break the huddle. Ball's in the middle of the field, so there's no advantage. One side of the field, left or right. Tight end right this time for the Braves. Eye formation. Raybach under center. Tries to draw the seals off sides. Doesn't do it. 40-second clock's not working tonight. This guy, the Snyder up the middle, he's hit right at the line of scrimmage by about the entire defensive front of the Seals. No gain in the play. Maybe a half yard, Zach. Yeah, it looked like Raybuck changed the play at the line, something he saw with that aggressiveness on the hard count, and I think that entire middle of the Seals defense, about five guys just closed right in on him. So third and long now for the Braves. 8.40 8.40 to go in the first quarter. Seals Grove leads by a score of 7 to nothing. Fastbinder comes wide to the right, along with Maddox Hoover. Hoover's in motion. Raybuck looking to pass, throws over the middle. Fastbinder, but he's a yard short, maybe two yards short of a first down as the hit was made right away by Gavin Bastion. Nice little safe read there by yep. Raybuck, but... Uh, yeah, about a yard short here. So it actually looks like I think the seals Shiklin, are going for. Shiklin I mean, Shitlemy's going for it. Now, now they send in the punting team in. I believe. Yep, punting Bad. team looks like it's going into the field. See, there's a little confusion all over right now. I know you want to be aggressive here in a rivalry game, but at this yeah. point in the yeah. first quarter, it's a little early to be. They are up at the line. No, they are back to punt. Although I'm not sure if punting to Tucker Teets is any safer, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. Teets is standing about his 35 right now, and there's a timeout on the field. Timeout, Shikalimi. This is Seals Football presented by Seals Grove Ford and 94KX, SB Sports Live on YouTube. Just the first quarter here, um, we talk about the back breaker play of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that I'll tell you, Tucker Teets right Tietz off the bat. Yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly right, Zach. I mean, you, you don't want to give up a score like that when you're the decided underdog in a game. You don't want to give up a score on special teams. Yeah, and honestly, the block by Ethan Miller on it might actually be the the, <laughs> the backbreaker play of the that game could be. so far. <laughs> okay, the Braves are coming back out onto the field. Again, they're a yard short of a first down. Raybuck is the punter. 
and uh, it, it, it is. It's a tough. You just don't want to take chances because I'm sure Seals grows thinking they're they're not going to punt it right now. You also got to think, Ray Buck, the quarterback is the punter, so yeah. there's always that threat of throwing the ball. Waiting on snap is Ray Buck. Gets it, drops it, gets it off punt. This one's a sh- shorter punt. It's going to hit at the 33, and Keith picks up the 28. He's up to the 40 down the right sideline, and he's hit and dropped about the 44-yard line. So Seals Grove will have excellent position on their own 44-yard line, I believe. Well, it looks like the 46 are going to mark it. First and 10 Seals. Yeah, about a... 17 or 18 yard return by Teets. Uh, not as good as the first one, but that's right. Hey, you're not going to complain at starting no. the starting at your own 46 yard line. First and 10 for Seals Grove. They break the huddle. Going wide, right is Caleb Hicks. Pastori under center, I formation. Bastion split out wide to the left. Motion by Bastion across the formation. Give the ball to the fullback up the middle. He's hit, twists, and turns, and gets uh, gets Carlos Studer, I think, carrying the ball for well, gain oh, of a yard on the yeah. play. Jared Bellington on the oh, carry. Is that Bellington? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. That's uh, I think the fourth time in five games where Seals Grove has opened up with a run to the fullback. I'll be darned. <laughs> Second down and eight for the Seals. Balls resting at their own 48-yard line. Pick up a two there by Bullington. Same formation as the previous play. I formation. Pastore under center. Second and eight. Pastore gives the ball to Teets this side off the right side. He's across midfield. He twists and turns and falls forward to the 45. A pickup of seven on the play makes it third down and one. Be interesting to see how Seals Grove adjusts. So many Schick's putting a lot of guys in the box right now that if they can stop them. It's great, but if Tucker Teets can get past that first line, yep. there's a lot of open space. No huddle by the Seals this time. Just a quarterback sneak by Pastore. He pushes his way forward to about the 42-yard line. Pick up a three and a first down for the Seals. 6:17 to go in the first quarter. Seals lead seven to nothing. Just great push by the O-line there. Yep. Keep it simple. First and 10. Wide side of the field to left. Bastion comes to this side. Andrew Sassman, the tight end, is on the left side. Eye formation. Pastore back to pass. Looking downfield. He throws a pass down to an open receiver and just overthrows him. That was Caleb Hicks, and he had about two steps on the defensive back. Yeah, really good protection by the O-line there. Great pocket, and Pastore just missed him by about two yards there. He had Hicks had probably three or four steps on the Schick defender. So it makes his second down in 10 now. Balls again on the 42-yard line of Schickalimi. As Pastore comes into the huddle to call the play. Bastion comes wide to the left. Kicks wide to the right. Sassman, the tight end, is on the left side. Eye formation. Teets is the tailback. Pastore turns, gives the ball to Teets off the left side. He's across the 40, 35, 30, 25, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Seals Grove and a 13-0 lead. 42 yards there off the left side for Tucker. Just got a block or two, and again, he hits that uh, outside edge, and he's gone. I think... It goes Gavin Bastion yep, down Gavin here who Bastion, had a yep. really nice block on the corner and um, 
just needed to get in his way, basically, and Tucker is gone. So it's now 13 to nothing with 5.47 to go in the first quarter. Seals lead. Carter Young in to try the extra point. Waiting for the snap. This time it's a good snap. Kicks down, balls down, kicks up and good. And it's 14 to nothing with 5.47 to go in the first quarter. Seals Grove leads Shikalimi. So the drive summary there, Zach, was five plays. Five plays and about, what, 40, 54 yards. Yeah. 54 yards. Yep. Don't get a lot of stats sometimes on nights like this whenever <laughs> you're starting the starting your drives. Yep. At, yep. Five plays, 44 position. yards, and all on the ground. The only pass was thrown and it was incomplete, so... Yep, all right. Got the official drive summary here by our fill and stat man, uh, Shikalimi, former uh, Shikalimi grad and great football player here, Justin Arns. Uh, five play, 54 yard drive. Took up a minute and 52 seconds on the clock. Uh, capped off on that 42 yard run by Tucker Teets. And that is your Seals Grove Ford drive summary. So, Carter Young will get the kickoff again. This will be his uh, third kickoff in the first quarter. Last kick, he kicked into the end zone. Waiting here. Okay, the referee blows a whistle ready for play. Carter Young's getting ready to approach the ball. Approaches the ball. And a low kick this time. Hits about the eight-yard line and bounces into the end zone, so the Braves will start on the 20. So they're just not getting really good field position. 22 has been their best starting field position, Justin. Uh, yeah, another yeah. touchback for Carter Young, and... And yep. he's been doing this all year, and it's it's so tough when you have a great defense like Salem's Grove. Yep. If you're saying, hey, you need to go 80 yards every single time, there's not a lot of teams in this area that are going to do that consistently. No, that's exactly right. So the Seals are out there defensively waiting for Schick to come on the field. Ray Buck leads them onto the field. Curious now, 14 nothing game if... Schick decides to be a little bit more aggressive in the passing game, even well, though they're going against the wind. Yep, they have five receivers out in the order. Raybach throws a deep downfield. He has a wide-open receiver down there. Thomas Pollock catches. He's at the 30, 20, 15, 10. He cuts inside, and he's tackled at about the five-yard line, 75-yard catch and run there. Raybach to Pollock. Just look like some I think if he would have kept running, he had a touchdown. Yeah. Tried to make a move down there. Yeah. This looked like a kind of miscommunication. I see uh, Caleb Hicks and Ryan Gavison out there kind of giving some hand signals and motioning. And mm -hmm. uh, he was, man, he didn't have a Seals Grove defender within probably 10 yards, yeah. 10, 15 yards of him when that pass was thrown. So first and goal for Schick on the five. They're in the eye formation this time. Luke Snyder is the fullback. Give the ball to Luke up the middle. And he's hit right at the line of scrimmage. But he falls forward to about the two. Pick up a three in the play. We're going to make a second goal to two. Looks like Schick's going no huddle. Ball's at the two. Same formation. 
This time a little offset in the backfield. Quarterback sneak by Raybach. He's pushed back. He got nowhere that time. Might have lost a half a yard. Nothing there. No surprise. Ethan Miller just right up the middle and stopped him right in tracks. And uh, Raybuck's a pretty big kid. Yeah, he is. Um, and, yeah, Ethan Miller yeah. just busting right through the line, setting up a big third and goal here. Third and goal from inside to three. We're going to call it the two-and-a-half-yard line. Break the huddle. Eye formation in the backfield. Pollock is the tailback. Wide receiver right and left, tight end right. Rolling out is Raybach, looking out for Luke Snyder in the end zone. He throws it incomplete in the end zone. It's now fourth down. Great coverage um, on the left side there by the Seals Grove defense. Uh, Caleb Guypel just did not bite on that little play fake by Raybach and had a hand in his face. Almost could have come up with a sack there. Yep. So it's now fourth and two, 4.17 to go in the first quarter. This is a big play for Schick Lemmy if they want to stay in this ball game. Fourth and two, bring them to the huddle. Out of the huddle, it's I formation. Luke Snyder is the fullback. Raybox under center. Give the ball to the tailback, and he puts his head down. He's close, and he is into the end zone for a touchdown. That's... Thomas Pollock on the touchdown, and it's now 14 to 6, 4.13 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, just a little uh, off tackle play to the left side, and Pollock, who is the one who had the 75 yard gain, yeah. ended up being the one who put it in. So they've uh, kind of shicks mixed it up a little bit, trying to move him around. He's a freshman, but definitely a playmaker, and trying to get him involved in different phases of the game. Yeah. Okay, and they were in to try the extra point. They're only missing the holder. The kicker's in there, but there's no holder. Now Pollock comes into the game to hold. He was excited about scoring that touchdown. So Pollock gets ready to in position. Good snap. Kick is blocked, I believe. And it's no good, and it remains 14-6, 4-13 to go in the first quarter. And that was all set up on a 75-yard pass play from the ship quarterback to the wide receiver there, Thomas Pollock, who eventually did score a touchdown on a, about a two-and-a-half-yard run. Looked like it was Caleb Hicks who came off the left side there and was able to get Block. that blocked. Um, on that drive for Shikalimi, that scoring drive was five plays, 75 yards. Took up a minute and 34 seconds. Pollock with a three-yard touchdown run. That is your your Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Okay, going deep for the Seals will be Tucker Keats. I'll be standing probably about the ten-yard line. Doing the kicking for Shikalimi. Is that Asher, Asher Moyer? Approaches the ball, a kick, a short kick. Going to the up at the 23, he's out to the 30, 35, 40. 
and he falls down about the 43-yard line. Uh, that was Caleb Hicks returning that. Four, yep. At the 43, I believe they'll put it. Yep, about a 20-yard return there yep. by Caleb Hicks. Uh, and Salem's Grove in great field position again, starting uh, one yard more than last time. Exactly. Starting at the 43-yard line this time. First and 10, 4.07 to go in the first quarter as the Seals break the huddle. Gavin Bastion comes out wide to the left, eye formation. Hicks is wide right, tight end is to the left, Sassaman. Pastore under center, back to pass, throws out here to Bastion, catches at the 45, makes one guy miss. He's across midfield, pushed down about the 43-yard line of Shikalimi. So a pickup of 14 on the play and a first down for the, for the Seals. Just little, uh, a quick little hitch, yep. uh, that short passing game. And Gavin Bastion's a good enough athlete that you can give him that little two and three yard gain and hope that he can turn it into 14 yep. like he just did there. Yeah, real good athlete. I've seen him play many basketball games for Seals Grove. This time Bastion goes wide to the right. Hicks comes wide left. Short side of the field's left. I formation. Pastore waiting on the snap. Motion by Bastion across the formation. Give the ball to Teets off the right side. He's cut to, to the right. He's 40. Down the right side, 30, 20. And he's into the end, end zone for a touchdown. A 43-yard touchdown run by Tucker Teets. Puts the uh, seals up 20-6. to six With 3.51 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, Seals Grove doing a lot of motioning. Um, with Gavin Bastion, he came from the right side to the left, and then Seals Grove just ran Tucker off tackle there to the right side. He took it around the edge, and like we saw on his first two touchdowns, this yep. is the, the third of the first quarter here. Once he got that edge, yeah, they're not catching him. They're not going to catch him. Carter Young in to try the extra point. Waiting on the snap. This time is a good snap. Kicks down up and good, and it's 21 to 6 with 3.51 to go in the first quarter. And, you know, our dry summer guy is going to get tired here. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, we've talked a lot about Tucker Teets, and I know you were excited to be able to watch him yep. um, with Lewisburg not playing Seals Grove, but he's always been a, a tough kid and shifty, and last year playing through a – a high ankle sprain right you didn't quite see that speed yeah. and no, this year man it's speed. he still has all that toughness and grit but man you give him an edge he's gone um yeah, yeah and seals grove been able to do that pretty easily tonight for him yep that was uh just a two play 57 yard drive um taking up just 16 seconds and tucker teats ended up ended that on a his Third touchdown of the night. This one, a 43-yard touchdown run. And that's the Seals Grove Ford Drive Summary. And uh, Justin Arn giving me some stats here. Um, Tucker in just this first quarter, 93 yards and three touchdowns rushing, not including um, that 65-yard yeah, punt, punt return, exactly. too. So I'm always keeping an eye on records and uh, Tucker's within 20 yards and moving into ninth place all time and um the next guy up is matt cook so he's good for he's him moving right up the record books okay carter young getting ready to kick off again pollock is deep this time it's a good long kick and goes into the end zone so again the braves are going to start on their own 20 yard line 
again, that's an 80-yard drive they have to make, and Seals have had at least short fields to work with. The Braves have had long fields to work with all night. Yeah, and you can't, you just can't consistently get yourself behind like that. It, no. it makes a difference. Be curious to see um, what defensive adjustments, if any, Seals Grove makes. I think um, there's a lot of lot of motion and some double moves that let yeah. that long, um, long pass play happen. So yep. hopefully. Um, you have some experienced guys in the secondary to uh, chat about that and make some adjustments. Baez is in now as the sidecar for Raybach. Three receivers to the left to give to Baez up the middle. He's hitting the backfield and dropped for a loss on the play. It looked like that was uh, Jared Bullington making the tackle on the backfield. Yeah, one one big area of strength with the Seals Grove team is just the depth that they have on that D-line. and. Um, he plays a lot of snaps at fullback, but he comes in and might only give you 20 or 30 snaps a game at D-tackle, but mm -hmm. he's physical and made a nice play in the backfield there to set up a second and 11 for Shikalimi. Three receivers left, one receiver right. Raybach, low snap. He looked out here to pass, and he's under pressure. He gets a pass off, I think. Yeah, they're calling it an incomplete pass. Oh, they're no, calling they're a calling fumble. it a fumble. They call it a fumble, and the Seals will take over on the Braves' seven-yard seven, seven yard line. It looks like... Ill-advised try to throw it there. He was being wrapped up pretty good. Yeah, it looks like uh, Andrew Sassman was the initial one to get in there. I don't know if he's going to get the official forced fumble there, but it looks like he recovered it. I think it's his third uh, fumble recovery of the season, so he's always around the ball, and Seals Grove has a chance to see if they can add to this 21-6 lead. First and goal from the seven. Eye formation for the Seals. Pastore under center. Two receivers to the left. Bastion's in the slot. Back to pass is Pastore. Throws it over the middle to Hicks for the touchdown. And it's 27 to 6 lead with 3.07 to go on the first quarter. There's a flag thrown after the touchdown. See what the flag is. Touchdown is good. On unsportsmanlike conduct against the Seals, it's a question of if they take it on the extra point or on the kickoff. Looks like they're going to take it on the kickoff, which hope hopefully will give Schick Levy better field position. With Carter Young, you really never know that. That's, that's exactly right. Young in the try, the extra point. Again, 27-6 lead for the Seals here in the first quarter. High snap. He gets it down, though, and the kick's up and good, and it's 28-6. That was a one-play drive. Yeah, just a one-play, seven-yard drive. Um, yep. Took up a couple seconds off the clock. Just a little... Uh, little slant by Caleb Hicks and he was wide open great ball great placement by Mark Pastore and um, Seals Grove takes a 28 to 6 lead 34 that, points scored in the first eight minutes and 53 seconds of the ball game official, <laughs> officially five seconds five drive. seconds okay that's one of the quick ones Seals Grove Seals football here on 94 KX tonight Saturday night football, something we don't get a lot of in the Valley. Curious to see how far uh, Young can kick this one. 
in high school, the the exactly. longest kick you can get on a normal kickoff is 60 yards, but he's cons- consistently yeah. kicking it probably 65 to 70 if it bounces. So, so he'll be kicking off from the 25-yard line this time. And that um, unsportsmanlike has been uncharacteristic with this team. Last week was the first... The first game all season that Seals Grove had a personal foul penalty okay. at all, so they've huh. been relatively. And I didn't see what it was to tell you the truth. I I uh, was looking into the end zone and I saw the official throw the flag, but I don't know what it was for. Well, and typically in a rivalry game. Yep, words were said yeah, probably. Doesn't take much, and I'd rather have the refs make sure a game stays they, under control yep. than little a, things happening afterwards. Exactly. Carter Young approaching the ball. High kick. Snyder picks it at the 15-yard line. He's out to the 30, and he hit there at the 32 and dropped. So this will be the best field position the Braves have had all night with 3-0-1 to go in the first quarter, starting field position at the 33-yard line. No surprise, Ethan Miller down there making another stop. He's just all over the place tonight. First and 10 for Shiklemi. The ball's in the middle of the field at the 33-yard line. Wide receiver going to the left is Connor Fastbinder. Looks like it's going to be a shotgun formation. Sidecar is Luke Snyder. Thomas Pollock is split out wide to the right. Three receivers to the left. Back to pass. Now a little option play out here to Luke Snyder. He's hit and dropped about the 31. We'll see if they where they spot it. He did not get back to the original line of scrimmage. It looks like a loss on the play of about one yard. It'll make a second down 11. Really good pursuit there. Uh, Andrew Sassman went with the quarterback, and the rest of the, I think there's probably five guys there by Seelands Grove were able to string it out to the left side, and uh, Studer and Gavison were able to come downhill and make the tackles. Pollock split out wide right. Asher Moyer, Connor Feisbrenner to the left. Looking downfield, throwing another long pass down the field. And Pollock catches it at the Seals' 41-yard line. First and 10, Shikalimi, as he just threw that up there. Pollock made a nice play on the ball. Just threw up a a jump ball, Studer in there at the right cornerback position. And he's a little bit on the shorter side, and Shik took advantage of that. Pollock is 5'9", 128 pounds. This time he lines up as the tailback. Wide receiver left and right, eye formation. Raybuck gives it to Snyder up the middle, missing the backfield. Blows, bowls over one guy at the line of scrimmage. Falls forward to the 37-yard line to pick up a four in the play. Second and six. Wasn't a real long run there, but he just lowered his shoulder. And uh, I think Andrew Sassman tried to tackle him there and um, got the better of the, the hit by Snyder. Yep. Second down and sixth. 1.30 to go in the first quarter. Pollock split out wide left. Two receivers to the right. Offset eye in the backfield. Give the, no, it fakes it to center. Rolling out to his left. He's got to throw it, and he's going to have an ill-advised pass there. Well, that's that's got to come close to intentional grounding there. That, that very ball, close. That ball didn't make it past the line of scrimmage. And I, think I saw. Talk about it right now. I saw exactly. three three Schick linemen yeah. there, but 
I don't know if there was a wide receiver within. Well, the, the closest player was a defensive back from Seals Grove. They're going to call it an incomplete pass. Makes it third down. Third and six, the ball is resting on the 37-yard line of the Seals Grove. This time, three receivers to the right. Shotgun formation. Raybach just keeps it himself, goes forward for maybe two yards to the 35. So that's going to make it fourth down and about four and a half yards to go. And I assume Schick Lemmy's going to go for it here. Strand a straight quarterback lead there. Yeah. Gavison and Logan Dressler very much stayed home, able to get two yards, but still sets up a, a long fourth and fourth and a long four. Yeah. About, yeah, about four and a half. They're going to go about the 30 and a half yard line for a first down. Three receivers going out wide to the left. Actually, they have four receivers out there with the tight end. Shotgun formation. Back to pass. He throws a little spot pass out there to Pollock, and he is wrapped up. No gain on the play. In fact, he's going to lose back to the 40. He's going to lose five, well, four yards back to the 39, and Seals Grove will take over there on their own 39-yard line first and ten they tried to get that play get it to their athlete in space and Wyatt Teets just read that perfectly came right down made the tackle uh Pollock's not a real big kid actually flung right. him back about four yards and uh Seals Grove's taking over with uh their worst starting fielding field position of the night at yeah, their own 39, 39 yard line, line. yeah <laughs> first and ten for the Seals I formation Bastion's foot out wide right Sassaman tight end right Hicks is wide left. Fake it. Pastore's back to pass. Throws it downfield to Bastion. He's wide open. He just overthrows him. That's twice now he's had guys open deep down the field and just overthrows him by about a yard. Yeah, and Mark's going to want to have those back because Bastion had about four steps on the, yeah. <laughs> on the de Schick defender. So now it's second and 10 with 28 seconds to go in the first quarter. Schick Lemmy trails Seals Grove by a score of 28 to 6. Second down and 10 as the Seals break the huddle. Coming wide left now is Carlos Studer. I formation for the Seals. Studer in motion. Gives it to Teets off the right side. He hurdles one guy and leveled at the 45-yard line. Pick up a 6 in the play, but makes it Third down, a manageable four yards to go. And got to give Asher Moyer credit for that. Uh, Teets kind of uh, almost looked like he hurdled the guy in the middle of the field, yep. and Asher Moyer just took both of his forearms and <laughs> right, at, Level, right yep. at Tucker Teets, he went down. And that will be the end of the first quarter with the score. Seals Grove 28, Chicklemy 6. You're listening to Seals Grove football on 94KX. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind. 
Hi, it's Troy from Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. And during the Jeep Adventure and Ram Power Days, we have 15% off new Jeep Cherokees. In addition to that, we have 10% off MSRP on 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4x's, 2023 Jeep Gladiators, and select 2023 Jeep Compass and Ram 1500s. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP, visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com, or better yet, stop in today. 94KX. We're back here at Shiklemi High School, Shiklemi's football stadium, where the score to begin the second quarter is Seals Grove 28, Shiklemi 6. And I think, uh, Zach, this might be the first third down play of the night for the Seals. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, Seals Grove has had great starting field position in that. Yeah. And, um, you know, Tucker Teets got five yards on a nice run, and it just seems like nothing compared yeah. to. Uh, the other times he's touching the ball and taking it to the house. Pastore back to pass, and he's hit and dropped by uh, the Braves. It looks like that is Chase Schwartz. Is that? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, that was Spanarelli. Yeah, Spano 56 came yep. through, and uh, Mark looked at his first read there, and it wasn't open. And yep. when he went to go to the second read, by that point, uh, so, the Shikalimi player had come through the line. Shikalimi holds him there, going back deep for the Braves is Thomas Pollock. Carl Young in the punt, standing about his own 25-yard line. Waiting on the snap is Young. Good snap. Good spiral kick. Coming to Pollock at the 17, he fumbles, called for a fair catch. But he dropped it, but it's at the 18-yard line that the Braves will take over. First and 10 on their own 18-yard line. A heck of a punt there by Carter Young. No return. It was. He's been he's been doing it all year, dropping them inside the 20. And um, a lot of those inside the 20s, like oftentimes you think of inside the 20s as little pooch punts. Yeah. He's had a couple this year that have gone 50-plus yards and dropped inside the 20. And yeah, well, that one, that one there was... Uh, close to 50 yards it was uh geez um 40 45 yard punt return punt there no return and going against the wind too yeah first and 10 for the braves shotgun formation raybuck waiting on staff he gets it throw it looks and left and he's gonna get sacked and he does and he fumbles the ball i can't see who recovered it is recovered by Seals Grove at about the 14-yard line. I didn't see who recovered it. It was Devin Mitchell. He came off the edge, just flew by on uh, Ray Buck's blindside, never saw him, and just did a, a, a great job. You don't know I see that at the high school level. No. He, he tackled the ball, knocked the ball out, and then jumped on the fumble, I think, before anybody saw it came out. So another uh, great starting field position at the uh, Shikalimi 14-yard line. First and 10 for the Seals. I formation. Bullington's the fullback. Under center, Pastore. Looking to pass. He throws it across the middle. Hicks in his hands. Would have been a tough catch, but he had a chance. But makes a second down and 10 now from the 14-yard line. Looks like they came back to a similar play to what they scored um, on a little earlier in that game on that seven-yard touchdown right. pass to Hicks. Just a slant. 
So it makes it now second 10, 10.53 to go in the first half. Chicklamy trails Seals Grove by a score of 28 to 6. Seals break the huddle. Bastion goes wide left. Hicks comes to the right. Short side fields to the right. Eye formation as Pastore's under center. Way on the snap. Gives the ball to Teets off the right side. He's hit right at the line of scrimmage, but he fights his way forward to about the eight-yard line and pick up a six on the play. Makes it third and four. He just has the ability. I mean, he's in a crowd of people there and just gets small. Yep. And probably gets another three yard, three or four yards after contact there. A lot of guys are going down for a three-yard gain, and just like that, he makes it third and manageable for the Seals Grove offense. Third and four for Seals Grove. Bastion goes wide left. Hicks wide to the right. Again, eye formation. Tight end is to the left. Sassaman. Pastore. Off tackle to Teets. He rolls forward. He doesn't get into the end zone, but he gets the first down. We're going to mark it. Let's see where they're going to mark it. About the one-yard line, I believe, makes it first and goal on the one. As that time, they ran to the left. Another pedestrian seven-yard run for Sucker Teets. Lions doing a good job for him, getting, getting some holes there for him. So it's now... First and goal from the one. And you felt like that was the strength. The Shikalemi D-line, a pretty young, yes. a little smaller, yep. and Seals Grove's got three seniors and a lot of guys that have played a lot of football there. Turn, give the ball to Teets, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. 34-6, Seals Grove with 9.32 to go in the first half. And that's Teets' uh, fourth, fourth touchdown yep. of the night, third on the ground. Getting ready to kick the extra point is Carter Young. So Shiklemi stops him, fumbles on the first play, and gives him a 14-yard field. So it, things just aren't going Shik's way tonight. Carter Young, a bad snap there. Hicks, but he throws into the end zone for a two-point conversion and just overthrows the receiver. That was Ryan Davison just over, overthrowing Caleb Hicks. And it remains 34-6, to 9.32 to go in the first half. He actually made a pretty athletic play on that. He did. Uh, Gavison's a good athlete and, man, just overthrew Hicks by a little bit. And uh, with the missed extra point by Schick earlier in the game, it's still a 28-point lead for the Seals. You're listening to Seals Grove Seals football tonight. It's presented by Seals Grove Ford on SBC Sports Live on 94KX, WQKX, WQKX HD1 Sunbury. That was a four-play, 14-yard drive. Took up one minute and 26 seconds, capped off by Tucker Tietz's one-yard touchdown run, his third of the night and fourth overall. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Tucker Tietz again having a great night. Um, even yeah. with the short field, 115 yards rushing yeah. and uh, those four touchdowns that we talked about. Yep, he's really done a nice job tonight. Again, the Seals line and blocking has done wide receivers have blocked well for him too. Carter Young getting ready to kick off again for the Seals. Pollock and Snyder deep for the Braves. Standing about their own three, five-yard line. Young getting ready to approach the ball. 
this time it's not as long of a kick. Pollock takes it at the 6, fumbles it, picks it up. He's at the 10, the 15, the 20, 25, 30. Loses his balance and he's tackled at the 34-yard line. A good return there by Thomas Pollock. Man, the balance on that kid is yeah. pretty good. Um, I think it was Andrew Martinez, number 9, came down and actually got him at the ankles at probably about the 26, 27-yard line. And he just spun out of it and landed on his feet and got another 7 or 8 yards out of it. So it's first to ten Braves now. And this And he's only a freshman too. Yes, he's only a freshman. 128-pound freshman. <laughs> Good field position. Probably the best starting field position for the Braves all night. Raybuck under center. Eye formation. Gives the ball to Snyder off the right side. He's across the 35, falls forward to the 39. Pick up a five of the play, makes a second down and five. Good tough run there. Uh, Schick's been behind the sticks the past couple drives, so yeah. be able to get some success on first down. It makes opens up your playbook with what you can do on later downs. Second down and five. Pollock comes wide left. Going wide right is Connor Feisblender. Tight end is to the right. Eye formation. Raybach mets up in the backfield, and Snyder was hit in the backfield. This time he loses uh, two, two and a half on the play. They're going to make a third and long for the Braves. Not sure if he's going to get credit for the actual tackle there, but Ethan Miller just came in and blew that up. And um, kind of a strange, strange play. Raybach yeah. actually had to kind of to carry the ball over <laughs> the initial blocker's he did, yeah. head to hand that off. And uh, just like that, that second and five turned into a third and seven for the Braves. Three receivers left, one receiver to the right, shotgun formation. Raybach, back to pass, throws out here in the flat. It's caught by uh, Asher Moyer. Close to a first down, but he's not going to get through about two... About two yards short, it looks like, out to the 42. They need to get to the 44. It's going to be fourth down and two, and I believe Schicklin is going to go for it. Yeah, Moyer made that catch um, and was able to initially get some yardage, but then you had three or four seals that were able to come downhill and yep. just push him right out of bounds for short. So um, big fourth down here, fourth and two, and if they can't convert here, Seelensgrove is going to get a, the ball again with – Excellent field position. field position. Yeah. Three receivers left, right. This time Raybuck keeps it, and he goes nowhere. They were going to run that option play. He didn't pitch the ball. I think if he pitches it to Snyder that time, they'd probably have the first down. Yeah, but they're it's, held, and it's Seals go ball at the Schick 41-yard line. You're you're a team playing Seals Grove. I probably wouldn't recommend trying to go head-to-head -head in the run game against yeah. Ethan Miller. Um, Caleb Guypel, we've said his name a couple times, too, did a really nice job keeping contain on that. And um, But like you said, I think Raybuck, if he pitches that, yeah. they might have a shot at getting, that, getting the first down. Ethan Miller is now in as the tailback in this play. Back to pass. Pastore throws a spot pass out there to Tucker Teets. He's at the 35-30 and pushed out of bounds probably about the 26-yard line. So a pickup of 15 on the play makes it first and 10 for Seals Grove at the Schick 26-yard line. This is an interesting package. Seals Grove came out in this last week against Shemokin, where they actually split Tucker out wide and they had Ethan Miller in the backfield who got some carries. So just something to put on film for other teams. And, sure. Um, 
another weapon for Mark Pastore in the passing game. This time Pastore gives it to Miller up the middle. He breaks one tackle. He's crossed the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and he dies into the end zone for a touchdown. 26-yard run by Ethan Miller, and that puts the Seals Grove Seals ahead 40-6. to Okay, Ethan Miller just came, took that around the right side, and um, I think he kind of said, Tucker, you have some speed. I'm going to show you some speed, too. <laughs> so he just uh, was able to take yep. it around, and um, despite being a linebacker and mostly a fullback, yeah. you have another weapon there that you can go to. So let's see. Uh, Young in to try the extra point. This time it's up, and it is good, and it's 41-6, to six, and that means Zach will be in the mercy roll in the second half as it's a 35-point lead for the Seals. Yeah, assuming this holds. Hey, we're okay with that. Get home to watch some Penn State. I, I, that's true, and that game should be started by now, I think. Is that true? Yeah. Should be started in the first quarter. That could be our our uh, four tough game of the week, Zach. Yeah, it absolutely absolutely could be. <laughs> Looks like we got uh, no score here in the first quarter. Okay. Did we have a Mifflinburg Jersey Shore score? Have you seen anything? I will yet? check and see if we can find something. Um, that was a a twelve second forty two yard drive there. Um, the twenty six yard run by Ethan Miller. Uh, puts the seals up 41 to six. That's so we had a five-second drive and a 12-second drive and a punt return. They haven't had the ball much. No. <laughs> <laughs> Time-wise, Zach. Okay, Carter Young getting ready to kick off again. Pollock deep, along with yeah, that is that is Snyder back there yet for the Braves. Looks like with scores, uh, Jersey Shore is leading Mifflinburg 27-0 in the second quarter. Okay. Not surprising. Young getting ready to kick off. Oh, in the fall, blew off the tee. It must be blowing a little harder down there, and I think it is. Flag stand there is pretty straight out there, blowing against the Seals right now. As the Seals are moving left to right as we watch the game here tonight at Schick Stadium. Tom Young kicks a high kick. It's going out of bounds. Just inside the, I think just inside the end zone. I don't think he dropped the flag back there. I can't tell if they called it out at the one or they said it was a touchback. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it looks yep, like they're setting up at, yep, the at the 20. 35. No, I think he dropped the flag, Zach. I think it's going to be out to the 35-yard line. So it'll be first to 10 Schick at the 35-yard line. Okay. Yep, yep. They they are calling it. Yep. That. Just out at the one yard line. So Schickelin, he didn't throw it very emphatically. The flag. He just sort of dropped it there. The official did. Fastbinder going wide to the right. Eye formation for the Braves. Raybach under center. Luke Snyder is the fullback. Give the ball on a pitch to the tailback, and he makes one guy miss in the backfield. Good little run there by Thomas Pollock. He didn't gain much, but it could have been a five-yard loss. Picks up three, I think, on the play. Out to the 38-yard line, makes a second down and eight, seven. Second down, seven. 
Yeah, he's got some moves and just a quick young back. Yeah, and like I say, he's not very big. Second and seven for the Braves. Three receivers left, one receiver to the right. Motion by Snyder. He goes out to the right slot. Raybach waiting on the snap. Looks out here to the left. Initial guys recover. Throws it out there. Caught by Ashton Moyer. And he had first down for the Braves as he gets to the 47-yard line. And a pickup of nine on the play. Nice play there by the Schick offense. Uh, Aiden Lewis was... Um, in there on uh, Raybuck a little bit, and he was able to hang in there, deliver a nice pass to Moyer in the middle of the field. 6-17 to go in the first half. As Seals Grove leads, Schick by a score of 41-6. Two receivers right, one receiver left, tight end to the right. Quarterback keeps the ball, Raybuck, and he's right. I don't think he even got back to the line of scrimmage. I think he lost a yard to play back to the 40 Six-yard line makes it second and 11. Looks like a combination of uh, Devin Mitchell and Andrew Sassman in there again. They both made some plays for the Seals Grove defense. And the, uh, the, the Seals uh, six lines just not getting any push at all up front. Timeout, Shiklemi, 41-6 with 5.42 to go here in the first half. Talking a little bit about our uh, Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Um, man, there's there's been a lot of them. I think anytime Tucker Teets yep. touches the ball, it's potential for a backbreaker play of the game. Maybe instead of the backbreaker play, we could have the backbreaker player. Player of the, the game. game. Yeah. <laughs> that so, would be Tucker Teets. We, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the punt return on the initial one. And yep. um, I, think, I think one in this we didn't talk too much about, but switching to the defensive side, the sack that Devin Mitchell had down here to knock the ball out and right. give Seals Grove field great yep. field position yep. to extend the lead to 34-6 as another another candidate. Yep. So it's now second down in, we're going to call it 10 for the Braves as they're on their 47-yard line. Eye formation in the backfield. Pollock is the tailback. Raybuck gives it to Snyder, and he's just hit. As soon as he gets the ball, he's hit. He loses two yards of the play. There's just nowhere for him to run. Makes it third and 12. Third and 12 for uh, Schick down their own 45-yard line. Couldn't tell who was in on that tackle. Another one uh, where there's three or whole, four guys right there. The whole left side of the Seals Grove defense. I mean... You had, um, let's see, I think Bullington was in there. No, Devin Mitchell was in there. Linebacker was in there. They're just dominating the line of scrimmage right now. Raybach looks out here, throws a pass out of the spot, and the receiver cut in, and I think he was expecting him to cut out. Makes it fourth down and brings up a punting situation. Yeah, just a little miscommunication there. Yeah. And I think if the Schick receiver was in that area, he was probably going to get tackled five yards short of the yeah, line. I don't, Caleb yeah. Guypel was out there at from his outside backer position. So Raybox in the punt now. Okay, there are players short. This player comes on now for Shikalimi. They've had a lot of miscommunication on special teams. They stuff really tonight. have tonight. Raybach waiting a snap. Good snap. Punt comes to Teets. 
He picks it up at the seven-yard line. He's out to the 10, cuts to his left. The 15, the 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, and he's going nowhere. I mean, there's no one around him. They throw a flag way back here at the 45. There's a flag. That would be a 93-yard punt return, but there's a flag on the play. I'm, I'm really not sure where that was. Um, it kind of was interesting because it looked like sh a couple of Schick's players down here just stopped, stopped literally running. stopped yeah. running in the middle of the play. So not saying it wasn't a hold, but yeah, just yeah, I didn't see well, it. well away from the away from the play. Probably something that didn't have to happen. 4.36 to go in the first half. Seals Grove leads 41-6. Tucker Teach just had a 93-yard punt return called back because of a penalty against the Seals. Holding against the Seals. That pushes it back to the 46-yard line of Seals Grove. So Seals Grove is still going to start with good field position Excellent there. Excellent field position, but it looks like there's some yeah. new kids into the game here for Seals Grove. Looks like Brett Rice is in now. As a running back, uh, Andrew Sassman still in tight end. And, uh, Bastion is still in. Yeah, it looks like most of the Salem's Grove starters yeah. are still in the game. Yes, he is. Um, Pastore still a quarterback. Yes, he is. Okay, but the running back now is Brett Rice. He's a sophomore, five eight, hundred fifty pounder. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation. Back to pass as Pastore throws it down the field to ba intercepted on the play by Ashton Moyer. He's across midfield. He's at the 40 down the sideline and knocked out of bounds by Pastore at about the 33 yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for Schick Lemmy at the Seals Grove 33 yard line with 422 to go in the first half. Yeah, Pastore just tried to hit Gavin Bastion down the field about 30 yards and the ball hung up in the air a little bit, and Moyer made a nice yeah. play on it. And he, he had to throw it to the outside. He threw it to the inside of the field there, where he was waiting as a safety. And man, the hit by Pastore there on the sideline. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know if you necessarily want your quarterback taken out trying to take out a guy that you just uh, <laughs> yeah. threw an interception to in a 41-6 game, but he definitely he did lowered he, the shoulder. He certainly did. Okay, Raybox under center. It's the I formation. Fastbinder split out wide to the left. Raybach waiting to snap. Gives it, keeps it, throws a little dump pass to Luke Snyder at the 30. 25, he's brought down just short of the 25. Pickup of seven on the play to the 26. Nice little play action pass there for the Braves. Yes, yeah, Snyder was wide open in the flat and dumped it off to him. Uh, Raybuck did a nice job not trying to do too much there, dumped it yep. off, and Wyatt Teets was able to make the tackle against a guy that's a little bigger than him. This time it's a shotgun, four receivers out for the Braves, sidecar in the backfield. Raybuck jumps for the snap, he throws it down the middle, an incomplete wild pass there that is intended for Owen, uh, Elliott, Owen Elliott, I'm sorry. Makes it third down and three. I think that high snap, Raybuck was never able to really yep. get himself set, and that just screwed up the timing yep, with his I believe wide receiver. You're right there. I think he may have actually 
had he waited just a split second longer yeah. and composed himself, he probably had the guy open for a short game. Going out wide to the right is Owen Elliott. Wide left is Fastbinder. Eye formation in the backfield. Tailback is Pollock. Rolling out is Raybach. Throws it out in the long pass down there. Incomplete. I think uh, that was defended on the play by Caleb Hicks. Good defense out there by Hicks. Yeah, tried to hit Elliott on a little comeback there. Yep. and uh, Looks like we're going to have a holding penalty on Shikalimi. It's, it's going to push him back to... Yeah, that's um, going to push him back to the 36-yard line, make it third down and 13 or fourth and three. See what Coach Hicks decides to do here. They are going to take the penalty, so I'll push it back to the 36. So make it fourth down now, and I'm sorry, third down and 13 for Sealens Grove. I'm Shikalimi. Seals goes on defense here, looking for a stop. They were in four-down territory. I think they still are. At this point, you have, you don't have anything to lose. No, that's exactly right. Three maybe receivers, this is, right? This is a play. Maybe you look to get something a little short, set up a short yeah. fourth. Raybach being chased, throws it down the field, and oh, almost a good pass uh, catch there by Fastbinder. He had laid out for it when he hit the ground. The ball popped out. Good job by Raybach to avoid the rush there. Yeah, Camden Smith had some pressure right up the gut and was he right did. in his face, and Raybach hung in there and gave his receiver a chance to make the play and just couldn't connect, and now we bring up a fourth Four, and 13. Fourth and 13 from the 36. They need to get to the 23 for a first down. Raybach into the huddle. 3.28 to go here in the first half. Shotgun formation, three receivers to the right, one receiver to the left. Snyder's the sidecar. Fakes it to Snyder, back to pass, throws a screen pass to Snyder, makes one guy miss, but he runs into his offensive lineman, and he's tackled about the 29-and-a-half-yard line, so he's going to be about six yards short, and the Seals will take over on their own 29-and-a-half-yard line with 3.20 to go. And take a guess on who sniffed that one out and made the tackle. That uh, double four is Ethan yep. Miller. Ethan He's Miller having a again. nice game tonight defensively. So the ball is now on the Seals Grove 29-yard line. The Seals take over there. First and 10. No Bre Tucker Teats out there again. No, Brett uh, Rice is still in as the tailback. Sassman's the tight end. Bullington the fullback. And Tucker's fine. This is just a matter of yeah, getting some other guys in. Yeah, just the play. Oh, timeout. Shikalimi. So with 3.20 to go in the first half, Seals Grove leads Shikalimi by a score of 41-6. to And you're listening to Seals Grove football. It's presented by Seals Grove Ford on SBC Sports Live on 94KX, WQKX, and WQKX HD1 Sunbury. This is a game uh, that Seals Grove has pretty much dominated from start to right now. Um, no doubt about what the outcome of that game will be, and there will be, like I said, mercy rule in the second half. It's just now 
what does Coach Hicks want to do the rest of this game with some of his starters, you know? Does he want to work on his passing game? Does he want to work on a running game with some younger kids in there? Yeah, I think you're seeing that a little bit with a passing game. This isn't a yeah. matter of Seelensgrove wanting to run up the score. It's, and it's one of those cases where the area that you've struggled with at times has been yep. the passing game. So to get Mark Pastore some reps. and yep. um, Brett Rice, who's in here, he's a sophomore. Put on a, a grew a couple inches in the off season, and he's going to be a nice little back for the Seals in the next couple years. And anytime you get varsity snaps like this, that's right. Early in the game, it's going to pay off. Gives to the fullback, Bullington up the middle. He goes to the 35, balls out. But I think they're going to call it down. Yeah, uh, yep, they're going to call it down at the 35 yard line. So a pickup of six that time by uh, Bullington. Jared Bullington makes it second down and four. Yeah, that ball definitely came out, but it looked I like stopped, I think, I think he was on his progress. Yeah, yeah, he might have been on his back too, and they ripped it out. Second down and four. It's under now. Three minutes to go in the first half. Coming wide to the right is Hicks and Bastion. Eye formation in the backfield. The tight end is on the left hand side. Give the ball to Rice on the left-hand side. He's across the 40, 45, brought down about the 49, and a shoestring tackle there by Luke Snyder. Really good run by Rice there. And, it was. Um, I want to point out sometimes these reps were really important too because oftentimes when your backup's coming in, they're going with your backup offensive line too. So to be able to have Rice come in and be able to get essentially first-team reps yep. with this line, um, that's just going to continue to help with his development. Yep. So it's first and 10 for the Seals at their own 49-yard line. Break the huddle. Again, eye formation. This time, two receivers left, tight end to the right. Waiting on the snap is Pastore. Motion by Bastion across the formation. Given a pitch to Bastion around the right side. He's across midfield. Makes two guys miss down the 40 and steps out of bounds around the 39-yard line. So a pickup of 12 in the play for Gavin Bastion. Nice little misdirection there. Uh, Bastion came from the left left side to the right side of the formation, took the little pitch, and that's a play I think we haven't seen. I want to say Seelensgrove ran that week one, and it ended up going for a pretty big loss. So good to see that in there. If you're going to run it, you need to make sure that defense and future well, and opponents respect it. Bastiana breaks some tackles at the line yeah. of scrimmage to gain yardage there. So it's now first and 10 at the 39-yard line of Shiklemi as the Braves break the huddle. Two receivers right, which is the short side of the field, tight end left. Eye formation, Brett Rice is your tailback. The story waiting on the snap gives it to Brett Rice off the left side. He's across the 30, falls forward to about the 20... Eight-yard line, pick up 11, and a first down for the Seals. Nothing fancy about that. No. Just straight up the middle. He Pretty much ran, an isolation play. Ran through a couple arm tackles, yep. and nice tough run for the sophomore. First and 10. Clock running under 1.30 to go in the first half. Looks like they took uh, Bull Bullington out at fullback. Did they put a new full? No, they put another... Yeah, you're yeah gonna a new see, fullback in there now. Yeah, you're going to see Logan Dressler yeah. in there, and 
he'll probably get quite a few snaps the second half, too. First down. Give the ball to Dressler. He runs into the front of the Shiklimi defensive front. Got back to the line of scrimmage. No gain of play. Second 10 as we're under a minute now to go in the first half. Logan Dressler, no gain on the play. Curious to see how aggressive Seals Grove is here if they try to punch in another yeah. one before half, or if it's if I it think, happens, it happens. If yeah, it, I think they're going to run the ball. Pastore under center, eye formation, two receivers left. Pastore gives it to the tailback off the left side. He gets to the third 25-yard line. He's thrown Ooh. down. Uh, 18 seconds to go, and that might be the last play of the first half. Brett Rice picked up three in the play, makes it third and seven. It's under 10 seconds, and I don't think Pastore's coming into the huddle to call a play. So that will be the end of the first half with the score. Seals Grove 41, Chickalimi 6. You're listening to Seals Grove Seals Football on 94KX. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Maybe you're recently retired or looking to make good money that fits your schedule. Consider being a driver for Weichel Bussing. Not only are you the first hello to start a child and parents day, but you're the one making sure your community is safe and growing forward. Family-oriented and woman-owned, Weichel is hiring local school bus and charter service for Sealands Grove, Midwest, and Lewisburg school districts for regular routes, substitute bus run, and or field trips. Interested? Call PJ at Weichel Bussing, 570-374-5280, extension 1. There's nothing so frustrating as when you're all set to go out and then this happens. Not to worry. Spigs Battery and Repair on Route 522 Sealands Grove has you covered. Spigs Battery and Repair, formerly Willard's Battery Outlet, will test your current battery to make sure it's running at peak performance before that happens. And they'll be happy to install your new battery, too. So don't get stuck with this. See Spigs Battery and Repair on Route 522 Sealands Grove. They're family-owned and can't wait to meet you. Call 570-743-5383, email them at spigsbattery at gmail.com, and like them on Facebook. W&L Subaru has over 80 certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from, all with recently reduced pricing. Plus, for a limited time, take $1,000 off your best certified pre-owned deal. Experience the W&L difference off Route 11 in Northumberland or online at wlsubaru.com. Cannot be redeemed for cash value. $1,000 off certified pre-owned. Example 2023 Subaru Ascent. VIN P3434403. List price $48,783. Minus $1,000 is $47,763. Offer ends 10 223 CWNL Subaru for complete details. 94KX, the best songs on the radio for all of Central PA. From the Mifflinburg Bank and Trust Studio, this is WQKX Sunbury and WQKX HD1 sounding crystal clear everywhere. We are 94KX. We're back here at Shiklemi High School where the halftime score is Seals Grove 41, Shiklemi 6, and Zach, do you have a scoring summaries for us? Yeah, uh, a lot of it for Seals Grove in the first half. 
Um, the scoring started off nine minutes and 11 seconds in the first quarter. Uh, Tucker Teets fielded a punt at his own 34-yard line and took it 66 yards to the house to put Seal and Scrub up 7-0. Um, Seal and Scrub got the ball back. Um, a couple plays later, um, Teets took it off the, off the right side, I believe, for a 42-yard touchdown run. Put Seal and Scrub up 14-0. Um, Schick did respond for a little bit, uh, a little busted coverage for uh, the Seals Grove secondary. Um, had a 75-yard pass down the right sideline, and then uh, Pollock was able to take it in from two yards out to cut the lead to 14-6. to After that, then, Seals Grove uh, put together four unanswered scores. Teets added another one um, on a 43-yard touchdown run to take a 21-6 lead. Uh, the Seals Grove passing game got going a little bit. Uh, after a uh, Andrew Sassaman forced fumble and recovery, uh, they got the ball at the seven-yard line, and Mark Pastore was able to connect with Caleb Hicks on a seven-yard pass, and that put Seals Grove up 28-6 in the first quarter. Uh, Teets got into the action again with his uh, fourth touchdown of the night, a one-yard touchdown run that put them Seals up 34-6. Uh, that was after a Devin Mitchell fumble. Um, he came around the edge, sacked the quarterback, knocked the ball out and recovered it on his own and then a uh, little later in the second quarter Seals Grove went to the package with uh, Ethan Miller in the background or in the backfield splitting Tucker Teets out wide and Miller was able to take it around the right edge show some speed and take it in from 26 yards out and that was where the margin was heading into the half so Seals Grove is up 41 to 6 and we'll be heading into the Mercy Roll and a running clock for yep. the second half. You're listening to Seals Grove High School Football on 94KX. The next time you're looking for a great place for a great meal with family and friends, stop in the place with roots that go back over 100 years, the America's Hose Company in Sunbury. Their social club serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you'll be supporting this volunteer fire department who's always on call no matter what the emergency may be. They also provide ambulance service, too. Before you go, check their Facebook page for daily and weekly specials. The America's Hose Company, 100 Linden Street in Sunbury. Visit them for food and fun so they can be there for you in times of need. Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union and enjoy annual percentage rates as low as 4.99%. And ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit serviceone.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Rates and terms subject to change without notice. Valid through September 30th, 2023. Federally insured by NCOA. Equal housing lender. Marco. Rye. Okay, I'll play along. Polo. Marco. Polo. Rye, where are you? Behind the third row of corn to the left. Your left or my left? Mom, it's my left. There's so much fun in the corn maze at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm. Some folks don't want to be found. Come join the fun. They have huge outdoor games for the whole family and pumpkin chunkin'. Farms away! Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road in Milton, and at Cole'sStonyHill.com. Hey, Mom, I found Kevin. It's to your advantage to shop for your next vehicle at Regester's in Thompson Town. The advantage is not just about selection, even though they typically have nearly 300 new and pre-owned vehicles all the time. And it's not just about price, even though Regester typically has the lowest bottom line you'll find. No, the big advantage 
advantage for you is their service. Rejester takes the most pride in the service they provide their customers. Free loaner cars, a pickup and delivery service when your car needs work, a free car wash when your vehicle is being serviced. Sure, it's nice they're open 24-7 online at RegesterChevrolet.com, but why just look at pictures? Come to Regester Chevrolet on Main Street in Thompson Town. 94KX. Hey, we're back here at Sickling High School. You're listening to Seals Football. It's presented by Seals Grove Ford on 94KX and SBC Sports Live on YouTube. Uh, one game going on tonight. We have Jersey Shore playing Miffelberg, and we have a halftime score there of 44-0. Uh, Zach, anything on that game? Um, it just looks like Jersey Shore is kind of doing their physical self. Yeah. Um, Mifflinburg, who Seals Grove plays next week, it's an interesting matchup. They're a team that likes to throw the ball all over the place, uh, which is actually pretty impressive yeah. considering uh, Dressler, their quarterback, right last year, who's their all-time leading passer in program history, is actually out. Right. Um, they've been able to make some plays. So I, I was kind of curious tonight. I did not expect Mifflinburg to really <laughs> to have no. a shot at beating Shore, but exactly. if you can protect a little bit, there's sometimes some plays to be made against Shore in the passing game, Yeah, um, but it looks like Shore has well, very and, much dominated them physically. And I don't know if Chad Martin's playing tonight or not because he was injured last game. Right. I don't know if he's back yet or not, but he's a heck of an athlete too, a quarterback yeah. position. He's a big kid, good player. I know he played linebacker last year for him on defense, so he's, he's an athletic kid. He plays basketball, too, for, for Mifflinburg. Yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting matchup next week yeah. because um, the, an area, and we, we saw it a little bit on some plays here, where right. you're going to have some 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guys going against Seal and Scrub corners that right. are a little on the on the shorter side. Um, Caleb Hicks, not so much, but um, yeah, it'll it'll be an interesting matchup. But yeah. if Salem's Grove can pressure the passer like they have tonight, that, um, that's the key. Miffleburg doesn't look like they're a threat to run the ball. I mean, I know going into tonight's game, total they only had a little over 300 yards as a team rushing. So they're they're not going to th run the ball down your throat. And if Seals Grove can generate pressure like they are tonight, it's going to make it much more difficult to complete those passes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're here at halftime score. It's 41-6. to You're listening to Seals Grove Football on 94KX. W&L Subaru has over 80 certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from, all with recently reduced pricing. Plus, for a limited time, take $1,000 off your best certified pre-owned deal. Experience the W&L difference off Route 11 in Northumberland or online at wnlsubaru.com. Cannot be redeemed for cash value. $1,000 off certified pre-owned. Example 2023 Subaru Ascent VIN P3434403. List price $48,783. Minus $1,000 is $47,763. Off rents 10223 See W&L Subaru for complete details. Maybe you're recently retired or looking to make good money that fits your schedule. Consider being a driver for Weichel Bussing. Not only are you the first hello to start a child and parents day, but you're the one making sure your community is safe and growing forward. Family-oriented and woman-owned, Weichel is hiring local school bus and charter service for Sealands Grove, Midwest, and Lewisburg school districts for regular routes, substitute bus run, and or field trips. Interested? Call PJ at Weichel Bussing, 570-374-5280, extension 1. High school football season is here. Cheer for the Seals with us at the Seals Grove Dairy Queen. 
there's no better place to celebrate. We have your favorite eats and treats from burgers to blizzards. And don't forget our ice cream cakes. Seagulls Grove DQ Grill and Show. For the win, go Seals. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at blazealexanderford.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. 4KX. Awesome. Okay, we're back here at Schick Lemmy's High School where the halftime score is 41 for Sealands Grove, 6 for Schick Lemmy. And Zach, do you have some halftime stats for us? I do, just uh, kind of hitting the main ones here. Uh, Sealands Grove, 9 first downs to only Schick for th Schick had uh, 3. Uh, Sealands Grove, 205 rushing yards on the ground led by uh, Tietz's. 8 for 129. He had three touchdowns on the ground. And then, of course, the 90 or 95. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. He had, he had a kick return a couple of weeks ago, 95. Yeah. Uh, that 66 yard punt return. Um, Mark, or uh, 21 passing yards for Seals Grove. Uh, Pastori was two for six for 21 yards, an interception, and a touchdown in the first half. Um, Gavin Bastion, one catch for 14 yards, and Caleb Hicks, one for seven and a touchdown. Seals Grove, just one penalty for 10 yards, and they turned the ball over one time. Uh, Schick, on the other hand, uh, not able to run the ball at all, just 23 rushing yards. Uh, Snyder, who's their big guy, seven for 12. Uh, Baez had one for negative one yard. Raybuck, six for two. And then Pollock, who they motioned back in the backfield a couple times, four for 13 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Schick did have some success in the passing game. Uh, Raybuck was eight for 14 for 135 yards and an interception. Uh, Moyer had two catches for 14 yards. Uh, Fastbinder, uh, one catcher, eight yards. Snyder, two for 14. And then, of course, Pollock, who we talked about a lot in the first half, had three catches for 99 yards. Just one penalty for 10 yards for Schick. So, actually, other than the uh, the two fumbles by Schick and the turnovers, it was a pretty cleanly played first half. Yeah. And in a rivalry game, you like to be able to see that there weren't a lot of uh, unsportsmanlike penalties and uh, things after the play. Okay, you're listening to Seals Grove High School Football on 94KX. Aubrey Alexander Toyota, home of the lowest price guaranteed or we'll pay you $1,000. We have over 150 new Toyotas on the lot or in the pipeline with rates as low as 3.99%. When you buy any new Toyota from us, you get free lifetime state inspection. We offer free pickup and delivery up to 60 miles with every service appointment and we'll even wash your vehicle for free. We also offer free shuttle service and same-day appointments for service customers. Save time and save money at Aubrey Alexander Toyota in Sealands Grove. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag service humbles worth your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line and without an appointment. Tri-County Tag service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue, Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. 
I'm a busy mom with three kids. That means football practice, play dates, and even more football practice. I don't always have time to search for the best deals, but with Wise Market's low, low price program on over 10,000 products, I know I don't have to wait for the next big sale to stock up. Wise is my game-winning pass to get dinner on the table fast. Touchdown! I mean, dinner's ready, kids. Now that's saving time and money. That's Wise. Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove. I'm in a quick lane right now with Logan Benner. And Logan, we know the word here, quick, does mean quick. Yes, yeah, Scott, here at the quick lane at Seals Grove Ford, we can either get you in today or even the next day. You're not going to be waiting two, three weeks to get that same day appointment in. One place, Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove. It's the quick lane. Go, go, go to Seals Grove Ford. 94KX. We're back here at Shiklamy High School. The halftime score is Sealands Grove 41, Shikalimi 6. We're getting ready to start the second half. The teams aren't out on the field yet. They'll have about three minutes to warm up, do some warm-ups. But, Zach, you know, this this game has pretty much been dominated by the Shikalimi offensive and defensive lines. Sealands Grove defensive lines, you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, Sealands Grove. Sealands <laughs> yeah. Grove offensive and um, defensive yeah. lines. Yeah, it sorry absolutely has been. and. I honestly felt going into this game that was probably where you saw the the biggest gap between the teams, and some of that's just a matter of youth. Yeah. Uh, when you're playing so many freshmen and sophomores like Schick is, uh, it, it's tough, and it, that's been an area where you've seen a lot of weight room growth with, sure. the, with the Seals' offensive line. Yeah. Um, I know Derek Hicks and I have talked a couple times about especially the three interior guys all being, you know, 1,400-pound Yep, squat, bench, and deadlift guys. Yep. So, when when you have that, and you're able to go up against kids that are are younger, that That's haven't right. had that time to physically mature, it makes a big difference. And uh, you also have uh, a lot of depth there on the D line. Uh, you're you're seeing guys rotating in and out, and uh, you had the the strip sack there by Devin Mitchell, and mm-hmm. um, I don't think he was technically even a starter tonight, but yeah, you're able to rotate guys in and keep them fresh. No, and and you can see that the other the other thing that stands out realistically is the speed of Seals Grove versus Shikalemi. Their their uh, speed of their skill position players is really unmatched by Shikalemi tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And like like we said, that's been a that's been a big difference in Tucker Tietz's game. Um, but you also see it with guys like Ethan Miller when you have a when you have a middle linebacker oh. that can that can run side to side, that can make plays in the backfield, and then, oh, you know, while we're at it, let's put him in at tailback, and, and yeah. he's out there making plays. It, it, there, there's just a gap between these two teams, and um, I know there's some some real good coaches on the Shikalimi team. Yeah. There's the Shikalimi sideline that are that are working hard and trying to improve their program. And well, um, the impressive they're, they're thing, young. the impressive thing to me this year about Shik compared to last year, the number of kids out for football. Yeah, absolutely. You know, last year they were begging kids halfway through the year to come out. And this year, look, you have a, a pretty nice sideline full of players there. I, I haven't counted them, but I'm I'm guessing it's close to 40 players down there for Shiklimi in uniform time, which is a good thing to see for the Shiklimi program. Yeah. Big part of that first half, uh, we talked about it a ton if you were listening, is just the, the field position and that oh, special teams yeah. being able to force three and outs and 
get short fields, whether that's on punt returns or yeah. or turnovers. And man, when you're when you're already feeling like you're going in needing to almost play perfect to beat a team, or, right? You know, be in it against Seals Grove. You can't turn the ball over. You can't give up big plays on special teams. No, and, no. and that's what happened. And Seals Grove has taken advantage of it. Well, and you look at I know Carter Young has only punted once, but it was a 44-yard punt, no return. Yeah. Uh, Shiklimi's punted several times, and their punts have been returned, most of them, more than 40 yards, you know, if we were serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> on an average of more than 40 yards. So they're losing. They're losing that much field position every time they punt the ball. So, uh, and, and also in the kickoff game, you know, they, they squib a kick down there. Uh, the Seals Grove returns almost to midfield to the 40-some yard line after their touchdown. They're starting at the 20-yard line yeah. all night, you know. Um, it, it's, 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 it's not that it's not fair. It's just that's the difference in the programs right now. Um, and, and credit to Seals Grove for that. And this, is, uh, this will be the second straight week. Um, I, I don't know right now if we're going to see the offense for a series. Every sure. once in a while you'll, you'll see that. Um, I don't expect to see Tucker Teets too much the rest of the no. way. There's no point in risking anything. But uh, Seals Grove really had a, a, re- a super physical first three weeks um, sure, yeah. against a, a really good Delaware Valley team that had probably yep. 30 more players against them that went down to the wire. Um, the Juniata game, you we were able to get a little rest at the end of the game, but mm-hmm. that was still a that was still a game you had to make some plays in the third yep. and fourth quarters. And then, of course, the Jersey Shore game, which right. was 21-21 when that game ended. Yep. Um, so, you know, it, this isn't a, a case where you've blown out your first five opponents and you need yeah. to get guys reps. Um, this is something that the, the bigger goals in this season are trying to win a district championship. So if you can get some guys rest and um, we've seen it in years past with Seals Grove where guys are able to come in the next year and they've already yeah. played the, the other thing this does quarters. realistically is it builds your program because yes. you're giving these guys varsity minutes you know your underclassmen your JV team if you want to call it that your your those kids varsity minutes and uh, you, you just can't as Southern Columbia and Jersey Shore have done that last well jersey southern columbia for the last 30 years okay shikalimi getting ready to kick off here to start the second half short kick taken at the 20 yard line by seals grove up to the 30 and tackled there uh i can't see the number is that um it's like studer on the return yeah i there. think that is studer on the return carlos studer on the return so it's first and ten for Shiklemi, and it looks like Rice is staying in there at tailback. But it looks like Pastore is coming out. Yeah, um, he he had an inconsistent first half. Yeah. I know they weren't trying to throw the ball over, all over the place, but missed a couple throws. So yep. I'm guessing this is a case. Uh, you see the first team offensive line out there. Uh, Gavin Bastion isn't out there. Tucker Teets isn't. But looks like Bullington's still, still the fullback. Split out wide. Is that Wyatt Teeth split out here? Yes, it is. Yep, on the right, yep. Rice gets the ball. A big hole up the middle. He's across midfield. 40, 30, 25, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Touchdown. Brett Rice on the first play from scrimmage. And a heck of a run there. Well, it was a heck of a hole first <laughs> and then he just put his head down and took off yeah it took it 69 yards for a touchdown on that first play of the second half um 
Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> Obviously, he had to had to use some speed and turn it on there to make sure he got in the end right. zone. But uh, there was a, a huge, huge hole. hole. He, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if any anybody touched him on that run. I might have gained two yards on that carry. And <laughs> he went 69 yards. <laughs> okay, Young in to try the extra point. No, that's not. Yeah, that is Carter. No, it's not. That's, uh, is that Connor Kazorski? Yeah. Yeah, Connor Kazorski kicked that extra point, I believe. Yeah, good for Connor. Yep, and it's now 48-6 to with 11.23 to go in the third quarter. So that didn't take long for Brett Rice to get in the scoring column either. And a good run, and like you said, a big, big hole on the left side there. Put up there by the Seals Grove offense. We were talking about having a running clock. Well, the only, right. the only time the clock doesn't run is when there's a score, score or change of possession. Timeout, so. Both teams had quarterbacks that threw for over 200 yards and two touchdowns each. Okay, Seals Grove will kick off. We'll see who does the kicking now since uh, he didn't run it. Um, Carter didn't kick kick the extra point there. I don't know. He, he's over there trying to find the tee. Looks like he will kick off, maybe, as he's coming out on the field to kick off. Yeah, it looks like it. Even even in the blowout last yeah. week, he did all of the uh, kickoffs. all of the kickoffs. Yeah. So Carter Young will do the kicking. The biggest thing now for Seals Grove. And I know as an ex-coach or standing on the side, make sure you have 11 guys on the field. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's really difficult now, especially with special teams, because you don't always have two teams on special teams for extra points, kickoffs, things like that. Just make sure you have 11 guys in there. And so a, a fair amount of starters out on the yeah, special teams. Because, like I said, you don't have a lot of second teams in this stuff. Okay, Young approaches the ball. High kick. Pollock gets it about the seven-yard line. He's out to the 10, 15, up the middle, 20. Cuts to his left and brought down there. And Seal, uh, Schicklin will take over on their own. We'll call it the 21-yard line, first he's, and 10. He's not an easy one to tackle in space. Nice job by uh, Andrew Martinez, who's seen a lot more reps on special teams, has made a lot of plays this season. And yep. um, Caleb Guypel just continues to get kind of that outside contain, making sure he wasn't going anyplace. First and 10 for Shikalemi. Pollock is the tailback. Luke Snyder, the fullback. Raybach under center, eye formation. Raybach tosses the ball to Pollock. He's up the field, hit right at the line of scrimmage. We'll call it second down 10, no gain on the play. In... Uh, for Seals Grove, looks like Wyatt Keats is in at a safety position. You have Kayla Geipel in there. Mason Vasquez is in. Ryan Gavison is still in at safety. Some of your defensive line are still in there. Second down shotgun formation for Shikalemi Raybach. Waiting to take the snap. Back, rolling to his right, throws a pass out there and through the hands of his receiver who had fallen down. Under 10 minutes now to go in the third quarter of the 48 to 6 ball game. Yeah, really a, a combination of some starters who are still in there yeah. and um, some reserves coming in. 
Looks like uh, Logan Dressler is in as a defensive lineman. Jack Peters is in there yet, defensive lineman for the Seals. Okay, again, shotgun formation. Tight end to the right. High snap. Raybuck back to pass. He throws it out there. Almost picked off by Dressler. But uh, had in his hands and had a touchdown. Yeah, pass was a little bit low, probably at his knees. But one, he's probably going to watch on film and go, man, because I know he's a big kid, but I'm pretty sure that's uh, about a 20-yard pick six there. That's right. His chance for glory. (laughs) Brett um, Rice is going back to uh, receive this punt from Raybach. Raybach stands about his own eight-yard line. Good snap. Low kick. Kicks it way to the right and out of bounds about the 45-yard line. See where they mark? Yep, right at the 45-yard line. Seals will take over on Schick's territory. And again, excellent field position for the schick Lemmy offense. We're seeing some new people coming in here. It looks like uh, Jacob Bettles coming in. See him on the field for the Seals. Uh, Kay and Oliveri is in there. I believe Jack Carpenter I see in there. Coming out wide to the right is Carlos Studer. The new quarterback is, I can't see his number. It's Rocco Amato coming Rocco in the game. Rocco Amato, okay. The new quarterback, I formation for the Seals. Pitch out to the race, and this time he's leveled in the backfield. Loses two in the play. So he has that 66-yard touchdown run, whatever it was, and now he loses two and a hard hit there. He was hit that time. Yeah, John Rosinski, the defensive tackle for Schick, made a nice play in the backfield there. Just he didn't really have much room to run there. No, he really didn't. Mason Vasquez in. and uh, Coming out here wide right is Wyatt Teets. Going out to left, it looks like that's Luke Smith out there. No, I can't be Luke Smith. I'm looking I'm sorry, that, that should be Carlos Studer. Yep. Rice gets the ball up the middle, gets back to the original line of scrimmage, makes it third down and ten. Also, Tyler Rule is in the ball game. Uh, Reese Getz is also into the ball game for Seals Grove. Try to get as many names in here as we possibly can for these kids. So it's now third down and ten, seven minutes to go in the ball game, uh, third quarter. 48-6, Seals Grove lead. You get the sense a lot of people are following along, but Penn State just took a 10-0 lead as well. That's good to hear, Zach. I formation. They give it to Rice. He breaks a tackle, one tackle in the backfield, and somehow he fights uh, five Shiklimi defenders <laughs> to get back to about the original line of scrimmage. He makes it fourth down. See who's coming in to punt for him. Uh, Andrew Maria is in. Looks like Brett Rice will be doing the punting. No, I'm sorry. He's the up back. It's, uh, I can't see. No, it's 20-something. Kenzeroski's in. Is it Kenzeroski? Yeah. Okay. Doing the punting. He's only standing 10 yards back. Takes it. Gets it off. It's a high, wobbly kick. Going to hit about the... (laughs) 
25 yard line and i think a shit kid might have touched it but he did. was recovered by a shit kid i think it actually hit um i think that snyder there still in the game it hit him right on the back and yeah i think he might have been the only guy other than those in the stands that actually knew it hit him but <laughs> he, he uh plopped on it and was able to keep the ball with shick first down for shick at their own 23 yard line in at tailback is Pacer uh, Baez right now for the Braves. Ray Buck still the quarterback. Shotgun formation. Rolling to his left. Throws a little pass out here to Asher Moyer. Catches it at the 30, 35, 40, 40, and knocked out of bounds about the 49-yard line. So a pickup of 26 on the play makes it. First and 10 at their own 49-yard line. Nice pass and then a run there by Moyer. Yeah, he caught that, I don't know, about seven or eight yards right yeah. there and then tiptoed up the sideline around three or four different ceilings curve defenders before he is knocked out as 49. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Sidecar in the backfield is Baez. Back to pass Raybach, throwing the deep down the field. This is overthrown. Decent coverage there by... Uh, the Seals Grove defender, Carlos Studer. Yeah, good-looking ball, um, but Studer was running right yeah, with him. Yeah, he stepped think for a, step with him. I think if he threw that a little bit more inside, Studer probably would have picked it off. He had nice inside yeah. leverage. Might have been Rule. I'm not, it was it Studer? I guess it was Studer. I see Rule back there, too. One's 21, one's 22. I, <laughs> yeah. My old eyes, I can't see that all the time. Again, two receivers left, two receivers right. Shotgun formation. Baez is a sidecar. Raybuck, back to pass. Looks out here to his left. Throws out to Pollock. Gets it, and he breaks down the sideline. He's at the 20 and goes. No, he did the same thing he did on his other catch. Instead of running into the end zone, he stops and tries to cut it in. I think he's worried about making moves when yeah. he might. He's obviously one of the fastest guys on the field. Yeah. I know Seals Grove has a lot of their reserves out there, but yeah, I think he could have run that one into the end zone also. Yeah. But it's a first and goal at the four yard line, three forty nine to go in the third quarter. The Braves are on the doorstep of scoring again. Baez is the sidecar to Raybuck's left. Okay, the ball's now single, ready for play. Shotgun formation. High snap. Raybach fumbles it, and I think he fell back on top of it. I mean, that that's um, a high snap because Raybach's a big kid back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was lucky he hopped on it. A couple Seals defenders, uh, Jake Battle was right there. Yeah. Had he bobbled it at all, I think it was going to be Seelensker's ball going yeah. the other way. So now they're at the 10-yard line, second and goal for... The Braves. Three minutes now to go in the third quarter. Break the huddle. Shotgun formation. Baez to the right sidecar. Motion across the formation by the tight end, Walter. Rolling to his right. Throws it a low pass out there. No chance for that to be completed. Makes a third down now for the Braves. Another high snap there. Yeah. Just throws the timing off. Third down for the Braves. 
Third and goal for the Braves at the 10-yard line. Ball's on the left hash mark. Raybach now under center. Eye formation. Gives the ball and a pitch to Pollock around the right side. He's about the five-yard line. I don't think he got any farther than the five, but it makes it fourth and goal now from the five-yard line. Yeah, good job there. Uh, Contain on the right side yeah. was able to push that inside, and uh, he's much more dangerous as a, as a small shifty guy when he's able to get outside yeah. and try to use his speed and moves, but uh, he had to run right into the teeth of that uh, Seals group yep. defense. So fourth and five now for the Braves. They're going to that I formation again. Split out wide. To the right is Owen Elliott. Give the ball to no, no, Raybach flake the end of the end zone to Baez for the touchdown. So that makes it 48 to 12 with 121 to go here in the third quarter. See if they go for two or they're going to kick the extra point. I think they're going to go for two. Zach is the. Yep, he comes over here. Ray Buck goes into the huddle. They break the huddle. They have two receivers to the right, two receivers to the left. Baez is a sidecar in the backfield to the right of Ray Buck. Shotgun formation. High snap. Raybuck rolling to his right. He throws it out in the end zone, and it's a complete, completed pass for the two-point conversion. I think that was Charlie Walter that caught that. And that makes it 48-14 to with 1.21 to go in the third quarter. 48-14. You're listening to Seals Football tonight. It's presented by Seals Grove Ford and 94K. It's an SB. See Sports Live on YouTube. That was a 77-yard uh, drive for Shikalimi. Um, Rebuck to Baez, a five-yard touchdown pass. That drive took up four minutes and 32 seconds. By far and away, our longest drive of the night, Zach. Absolutely. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's your Seals Grove 4 drive summary. Uh, taking a second here as we near the end of the third quarter, um, what are your thoughts on backbreaker play of the game so far? Well, not much in the uh, second half here. <laughs> not nothing in the second half, but it's got to be Tucker Teets. I, I, I think this the punt return realistically, Zach, set the tone for the game. You know, he got outside on that punt return, showed his speed, and there was just nothing that Shicklin was going to do to stop him. And he, again, on his runs, he gets outside. There's just no one on that Schick team that can catch him. Yeah, I think that's the you know I, I mean that's the the easy vote right now yeah, going into yeah uh, there were there are a lot of good de plays made by the Seals Grove Seals defensively and offensively but you know in a rivalry game where Seals Grove was the decided favorite when you put that lead on the board doubt just creeps into their minds of Shikalimi right you know here we are and I think that's why the Teets punt return is was a key play. Okay, a squib kick picked up there by the Seals. Uh, that's uh, Noah Johnson. He's turning, spinning around and gets out to about the 38-yard line, 39-yard line. So a nice little job there yeah. by Noah. Yeah, Julian Torres there on the 
the, the kick return and well, he's he's a little a little guy five yeah. five one forty but um, yeah definitely a lot of athleticism and expect to see him contribute just a freshman. You know that's one thing that it's hard to get freshmen to play now. Where when I was in school they used to have freshman football. You know now they don't have that. It's tough tough for those kids. I formation for the seals. First and 10, Rice off the left side. He gets about four yards of the play out to the 43-yard line. Maybe the 44. We'll call a second and five. Pick up a five in the play. Makes a second and five. Nice to see Rice get some run. Um, yeah. we've, we've talked about, we've both been in education. I yeah. teach fifth grade, and it's fun to see uh, Brett Rice and Rocco Amato, the quarterback. They were both... Two of my students, I remember okay. watching them out at recess a lot, and um, Rice was one of those guys that was one of the shorter kids in the class that year. Oh, really? But always just, I always thought, you know what, if we can get him to 5'8", yep. he's, he, he's tough, he runs hard, um, you know, just a pretty solid kid. Yep. So I, I think we're starting to see that. and That's good for him. Okay, that's the end of the third quarter here with the score... 48-14 in favor of the Seals Grove Seals. You're listening to Seals Grove Seals Football on 94KX. Keep it simple and keep your business moving with an account from Nori Bank that fits your unique business needs. Earn interest on your business accounts with a bank that is interested in your business. Let Nori Bank's business accounts make banking easier for you. For more information, visit noribank.com slash business or call us at 888-877-6623. Since 1903, the Northumberland National Bank has been helping customers in the Susquehanna Valley manage money. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. Member FDIC. It's game time, and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need. Take out food for a watch party at home, or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-Dubs, and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings in Seals Grove, your go-to place for sports, fun, and great food. Ninety-four KX, the best songs on the radio for all of Central PA from the Mifflinburg Bank and Trust Studio. This is WQKX Sunbury and WQKX HD One, sounding crystal clear everywhere. We are ninety-four KX. We're back here, just the beginning of the fourth quarter, and while we were away, Brett Rice went fifty-six yards off the left side of their offense for a fifty-six-yard touchdown run, and the Seals now lead fifty-four to fourteen with 11.22 to go in the ball game. Kanzorski in to try the extra point. It's up, and it hits the right upright and falls short. No good. So it remains 54-14 with 11.22 to go in the ball game. Yeah, and uh, Brett Rice is making Tietz's yeah. touchdown runs look small. That's right. A 69-yarder, now a 56-yarder. He's got to um, be the leading rusher in the game now for the Seals. Probably pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so Seals will kick off again now. Again, it's 54 to 14. We're in the mercy rule. So the clock will be running continuously once they kick the ball off and get her set for play. See who comes in. 
would probably th- think Gavin Young. I'm uh, not Gavin Young. Um, Young will Carter Young will kick off for the Seals. We'll see if he comes out. Got a drive there by Seals Grove. 61-yard drive. Took up a minute and 48 seconds. Capped off by the 56-yard touchdown run by Brett Rice. That is your Seals Grove 4 drive summary. I think uh, Connor's going to kick this one. He's out there. Yep, Carter Young is not out there. Connor is out there to kick off. He'll be kicking from the left hash mark. Uh, I'm not sure the ship players have realized that now. They're starting to move up a little. See how Connor does here with his kickoff. Approaches it. Nice kick. Pollock gets it about the 11-yard line. He's out to the 20. Makes one guy miss, another guy miss, and then he's tackled at the 22-yard line. Good coverage down there by the Seals. So it'll be first and 10 for Shiklimi at their own 22-yard line. Looks like uh, Jake Bettle and uh, Andrew Jessamaria there on the tackle. Um, we also saw Brett Rice ran down That's the side. Right. He, I think he's the one that actually made that into a short game because he ran down. There wasn't a Schick player that blocked him. No. He had a full-out sprint down to about the 15-yard line, um, and then Bettle and Jess Maria were able to wrap it up. Okay, Raybach in at quarterback. Baez is the sidecar shotgun formation. Raybach looking out to his right, throws it out here to Fastbinder, and he had it, but he fumbled the ball, and I don't know... No, it's Seals Grove ball. See, and I thought forward progress would probably be stopped there, but I, th- I think that was uh, Andrew Jess Maria in there. Is that um, who it I was? I can't tell if he was the one that recovered it or forced it or both. But yeah, um, yeah. nice job by the freshman. So first down for Seals Grove at the 22-yard line. Coming now, I see Noah Johnson coming in for the Seals as a running back. Also, I see uh, number 40. Uh, Ju- oh, I'm sorry. That's Julian Torres is 24. Okay. No. Okay, we're, Torres is the tailback. Give the ball to the fullback that time. Up the middle. Gain of, well, actually a loss of yard on the play. It's like that was just Maria on the carry. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. There we go. So it's uh, second down and 11 now. Torres is the tailback. Jess Maria is the fullback. Under center, the quarterback turns, fumbles the ball. I think there was motion there. Yeah, they're going to call a legal procedure against the Seals. I think the Seals line moved and the center didn't snap the ball. Everyone knew the snap count that time but the center. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's 54 to 14, nine minutes to go in the ball game. 
That's one of those plays in the NFL you hear false start on the entire offensive exactly. line other than the center. <laughs> and he's the one that probably caused it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's now second down about 16 for the Seals. Again, I formation. Studer is the wide receiver to the left. Waiting for the staff. Gets it. Gives it to... Torres off the left side. He gets to the 29. He probably loses a yard on the play. Makes it third down and 17. 8.25 to go in the ball game. 54-14 lead for the Seals. Break the huddle. Going out wide to the right is Studer. Wide to the left is that Abrahams? I think it is. He has 25, okay. Going to throw a pass. He throws out in the flat, and it's caught by Vasquez. He makes one guy miss. He's got the first down. Now we have a penalty flag down. I don't know what the flag is on the play, but we have first down seals. I think it's going to be a block in the back. And what's okay. ironic is last week, Seals Grove ran that same play. Vasquez caught it, and the wide receiver block in the back. Same exact play. Same exact. <laughs> so it's going to end up being about a five-yard completion and a, yeah. a ten yards back. So uh, Actually... Where the block occurred, it will be a 10-yard pass complete. Okay. Oh, they're going to block the back. Yep. So we'll see where they marked it. Yeah, they're going to mark it off from the 19. So that would be a essentially a 10-yard completion and a 10-yard penalty makes it third down 17. Yeah. It's a shame. It was a nice ball by Amato. And yeah. Vasquez nice run by to, Vasquez. Yeah. They break the huddle. Now they have two receivers to the left. One receiver, well, now, now we have one receiver right, one receiver left. Tight end is to the left. Gets the ball straight back to pass. Look to his left. Rolls out to his left. Has room. Throws it downfield and through the hands of his intended receiver. Not a bad pass there running to his left by Amato. Uh, pretty Great. nice throw. Just wasn't a lot downfield. Rocco made a nice uh, nice job, felt some pressure, and and rolled left. And that's, I mean, even at college and pro level, yep. that's never a, an easy throw yep. to be able to torque your body back and, yep. and throw and roll into your left. What was nice there, too, he kept his eyes downfield. He probably could have run for five or six yards there if he wanted to. But a, nice to see him keeping his eyes downfield, looking for a receiver. Same formation. Eye formation. Amato under center. This time he's straight back to pass. Rolling out to his right. This time he's looking downfield. He throws it into the end zone. Incomplete. Another rolling to his right. Nice throw there, but just a little overthrown. And Shiklimi will take over with 6.26 to go in the ball game. Trailing 54 14. Just as a reminder, uh, we talked about it at the end of the third quarter. Um, we'll be naming our Schmoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. In uh, post game, hint, hint, it's probably going to have something to do with Tucker Teets. First and 10 for the Braves as they come out. Now you see some. Uh, like some new linemen in there 
Uh, Elliot Barbin is in there. Left tackle for the Braves. Shotgun formation. Raybach still the quarterback. Looks out here to his right. Th- throws it to, oh, the receiver catches it. Uh, Pollock catches it. But, man, he was just held up to be hit there. Yeah, uh, Declan Abrahams made the initial stop and yep. held him up. And then Tyler Rule coming downfield just finished him off. About a five-yard five gain, yep. 5.40 now to go in the ball game. Schick breaks the huddle, falls on their own 34-yard line, the right hash mark. Raybach of the shotgun formation, two receivers left, two receivers right. Raybach rolling to his left, throws a pass out there and caught, I believe, by Corbin Stahl. And they're saying it's incomplete. No, incomplete. Would have been a tough catch. He had a dive to his right to catch the ball and probably hit the ground. When it hit the ground, it came out. I think the entire Seals Grove sideline, nice nice to see some of the starters out there. You yeah. know, they're waving that it's an incomplete pass. So that's good for the program when you're out there as a freshman and sophomore and you have yep, senior yep. leaders who are paying attention to what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, they're not sitting back on the bench. Yep. Okay, third down and five. Raybuck gets the ball, rolling to his right, throws a little pass out here to Stahl. I'm sorry, Charlie Walter. Uh, I believe it's a first down. And it is first down for Shiklimi at their own 39-yard line. Charlie Walter on the five-yard catch. First and ten, Shiklimi. First and ten days for Wide side of the field to the left. Two receivers left for the Braves, two receivers right. Raybach in the shotgun formation. Back to pass. He looks to his left, looking to his left. Now he tucks it and he's going to run across the 40, 45, 50 in the Seals territory and brought down about the 39 yard line. So a pickup of 22 in the play makes it first down, Shikalimi. Like Andrew Martinez was the one to finally make the stop. Some uh, athleticism there from yep. Raybach. I know yep. against the starting defense, he just didn't have a lot of time. But when he got out of space, was able to, exactly. to pick up some good speed there. First and ten. Chiclemi coming there. And Baez gets it a little tr- quick hitter up the middle, and he gets about ten yards. Not quite ten to the nine to the 30-yard line. So it makes a second one. Into the ball game for the Braves right now is sophomore Richard Burkett to play tackle for the Braves offense. Braves break the huddle again. Three minutes now to go in the ball game. Shot confirmation. Baez is the running back. Looks out here to his right. Throws it out here to to a fastbinder. Catch the ball. He's inside the twenty. He's still going and what? Down the 16-yard line. First and 10 for the Braves at the 16. Now under three minutes to go. Balls at the 16-yard line. Braves break the huddle. Wide side of the fields to the left. Raybach of the shotgun formation. Gives the ball to Baez. He's up the middle. He's at the... About the 12-yard line where he gets hit. A good tackle there by 
Looks like that's our kicker, second-team kicker that came in there, Connor Kazorski, made a nice tackle. Shit done some nice things here. Um, we know Logan Leiby, former uh, Seals Grove quarterback, yep. is the offensive coordinator. He's a smart guy. He's doing a nice job and just trying to build a foundation with some of these uh, younger players who are going to be here for the next couple years. Throws it out in the flat, and he overthrows his receiver. So it makes it third down now, 145 to go in the ball game. Again, 54-14 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. A couple more plays is all we're going to have, maybe three more plays in the ball game, depending on the speed Shiklemi runs them. Two receivers right, two receivers left, wide side of the field to left. Baez is a sidecar. Raybach gives it to, no, he keeps it. He's inside the 10. He's running outside. A good open field tackle there by, I think that was uh, Torres. Torres. Yeah. Julian Torres coming yeah. up from the secondary, making a good open field tackle. I think he got the first down, though. Put him at the five-yard line, first and goal with one minute to go in the ball game. Yeah, I think Raybuck has about seven inches and yeah. 100 pounds on him. I think you're right. And uh, Torres just did a really good job. You see that, that speed showing up for the for the freshman. First and goal on the five, a low snap. Throws it out here in the flat and drops it. Boy, Bobba would have been a tough catch there for Moyer, but he had it in his hands. He gave it a shot. So it's now second goal from the five. And like we said, this is a this is a big deal. If you look over at the Seals Grove yep. sideline right now, the whole yep. team is watching this. When yep. Torres made that play, they were up cheering. So that's just a good sign of good coaching and a good program. It really and is good culture. High snap over Raybach's head. And he falls on it at the twenty-two yard line, and that's probably going to be the last play of the game. And it's a shame that Schick didn't get a chance to push that in for a score. But the final score here at Schicklemy Stadium is 54 for Seals Grove, 14 for the Schicklemy Braves. You're listening to Seals Grove Seals Football 94KX. VW Contracting in Winfield has been beautifying the Susquehanna Valley for years. You need a kitchen or a bathroom remodeled? Maybe you have some plumbing issues, electrical work, even siding and roofing. VW Contracting in Winfield is ready to help you with your home improvement. They always aim to please because word of mouth is powerful. VW Contracting is only happy when you're happy. That's VW Contracting in Winfield. Be sure to visit them on Facebook. Why is Bowen Agency Realtors at the top of their game? We have an in-house training coordinator, broker support, and fully staffed offices where our award-winning team gets the best training and access to education that provides the highest level of service. Christine Horton and Heidi Dunnigan bring their all-hustle, no-hassle service to the Susquehanna Valley along with the rest of the Bowen team. Huddle up with them and get ready to score your next real estate victory. Bowen Agency Realtors in Lewisburg, Sunbury, and Sealands Grove. Coming or going, trust the talent at Bowen. 94 KX. It's time for the Seals postgame show. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Okay, we're back here at Shiklemi Stadium where the final score tonight was 54-14. And uh, Zach, if you can give us a scoring summary for tonight. Yeah, Seals Grove with the 54-14 win. Um, it all started a, a lot of scoring in the first quarter. Uh, Tucker Teat started out with a 66-yard punt return to put the Seals up 7-0. <laughs> Um, halfway through the first quarter, 
uh, 42-yard touchdown run by Teets extended the lead to 14-0. Uh, Schick did get on the board. Uh, Pollock had a two-yard touchdown run after a long pass and cut the lead to 14-6. But Seelens Grove responded with another Teets this time from 43 yards out to put Seelens Grove up 21-6. Uh, Caleb Hicks added to the scoring in that first quarter on a seven-yard touchdown pass from Mark Pastore, made it 28-6. In the second quarter, uh, Devin Mitchell forced a fumble, which was recovered um, deep in Chickalimmi territory, and Tucker Teets, his fourth touchdown, third rushing uh, from one yard out, put them up 34-6, and Ethan Miller capped the scoring in the first half on a 26-yard touchdown run. It was 41-6 at the half. Uh, in the second half, uh, Brett Rice, first play of the second half, took a carry through right up the middle, 69 yards, uh, put Seelens Grove up 48-6. Schick did respond with a nice little drive. Uh, Brody Raybuck hit Baez on a five-yard touchdown pass. The two-point conversion was good, and that made it 48-14. And then in the fourth quarter, um, one final run, uh, Brett Rice again. Uh, this time from 56 yards out, and that made it the final margin, 54 to 14. Um, and the Rally in the Valley trophy stays on the Seelands Grove side. Uh, the players down there celebrating, getting pictures right now. So that's always a a fun feeling. The last um, the last time that that trophy was over here, Logan Leiby was the quarterback. I'll be darned. <laughs> so is that something? Yeah. So now. Uh, it, dominant performance tonight by Seelens Grove on probably the, like I said, watching these two teams play for the first time this year, team speed from Seelens Grove was uh, much better than the team speed for Chick Lemmy. The other thing was the offensive and defensive line play. As you mentioned, it's seniors playing against some freshmen and a lot of underclassmen for Chick Lemmy, and it was just total domination there. When Raybach was against the first-team defense, he didn't have time to throw the ball. It was two-step drop, and if he didn't throw it, he was going to be sacked or under under right. very heavy pressure. Right, and oftentimes you think of like a spread team. How are we going to co- how are we going right. to cover these guys? Yeah. But in reality, the key is if you can get pressure up front. Yeah, that's, um, that's especially at the high school level. That's really the key disruption. That's key disruption. exactly right. And and Seals Grove um, dominated that that phase of the game. Uh, my backbreaker play of the game, I would go with Tucker Teets' punt return, the first one, because, again, your Seals Grove came in here. I, I would say, as me not watching Seals Grove or Schick play, just reading papers and what's going on and watching some film, they were a five-touchdown favorite coming into tonight's game. You know, yeah. you know, I, I thought coming in this is going to be a mercy rule game. It was a mercy rule game. So when Tucker Teets returned that punt, it just showed – Seals Grove, hey, we're here to play football tonight. We're not taking you lightly, and and that was the that was the end of the game. You could just see it. Uh, it, it was total domination after that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, let's make uh, Tucker Tietz's sixty-six yard punt return the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And honestly, I mean, you were talking about the momentum there. Um, even even when Schick was able to get that. Yeah. The long, the long uh, pass down the sideline, and then they were able to score yeah. to cut it to one score. You just, you never no. felt like it was never ever going to be close. Were, no, I, and part of that's having senior leadership, and it, yeah, you know, you're and, just not faced. And realistically, they didn't stop Seals Grove. 
I mean, I know he had to punt one time tonight, uh, but again, that penalty set that punt up. Right. So you know that they they really didn't stop uh, the seals all night tonight. And and good job for the younger kids coming in for Seals Grove and and putting a couple points on the board. Uh, we're seeing if we can get some Zach. Are, are we going to have a chance to get some stats done or not, Zach? So we're waiting to see. We we have a minute now. Next week. Um, Mifflinburg and Seals Grove will, will play, and we know the last score we got was Jersey Shore 44, Mifflinburg nothing at halftime. And that will be a, a little different game for the Seals next week as Mifflinburg is, throws a, uh, has a pretty good passing attack. So it will be interesting to see what happens with that game uh, next week. Uh, but this was good, good uh, practice for that game because Seals Grove fast, fast uh passing attack tonight okay zach has some stats here to go over for the seals and uh the braves maybe yeah um looking at total numbers this is always interesting yeah. when you have a 54 14 game right. and you're tied in first downs <laughs> <laughs> uh, both teams had 11 first downs seals grow 338 total yards 317 of them on the ground 21 through the air uh, Shikalimi, 251 yards, 28 rushing, and 223 passing. Um, a lot of that on the one big pass, right. and then um, some in the second half here. Uh, Tucker Teets ended up with nine car- or eight carries for 129 yards and three touchdowns rushing. You said it earlier, Brett Rice, yep. um, he was actually the leading rusher. He had eight carries for 153 yards. And two touchdowns. Ethan Miller, one for 26 and a touchdown. Uh, Pastore um, was two for six for 21 yards. Uh, Gavin Bastion with a 14-yard catch. And Caleb Hicks with a seven-yard touchdown run. So uh, yep. just giving you kind of some overall in Seals Grove numbers yep. tonight. Okay, then we're going to wrap it up here then for tonight. We want to thank Rick Erdman, our producer back at the radio station. Jordan Miller, our technical director. And Daniel Hurrett, our cameraman on SBC Sports Live. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Seals Grove's football here on 94KX. Good night for Zach, Sha- um, Zach and Greg Wessel. And Justin Arn, our stack guy. And Justin Arn, I forgot Justin Arn. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. Seals football is a production of Eagle 107.